Oh, oh you bastard. Oh, wow. What a, what a great way to actually start this. Uh, oh, wow. Nice, nice death there, John. Uh, yeah, what a great way to. What a great way to start this WTF, guys. Hello, and uh, welcome to Anime Club After Dark uh, for episode 25 of our WTFs on Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Imagine Ooh. we're all in costumes. Yeah, imagine we're all in. So, uh, you know, as, as usual, we were supposed to be on cameras for this. Um, my internet connection says otherwise. Nah. Um. So I do actually apologize if the stream is not exactly, uh, let's say, uh, 1080p out there, because uh, I am actually the one streaming this. So, uh, yeah, that's that, I, I apologize. Technical difficulties aside, we are still going to be doing this today. And as you can see, John, oh John and Natai are uh, 1v1ing in Halo. This is not fair. Right now. <laughs> This is not fair. Also, I believe this is Natai's very first time ever playing Halo multiplayer, so... Very much so. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, right. it's John. I'm but... sure it'll be fun. <clears throat> oh, uh, and uh, happy Goat Day. Yes, definitely happy Fuck Goat you. Day. Fuck you. This uh... is not the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, getting into our WTF... Um, we have a bunch of questions that were asked on uh, Discord, so I'm just kind of going to go through them in the order that we receive them. Um, and so the first question I want to ask for this, by the way, uh, uh, show is not here today, uh, RIP show. No, he's not actually dead, I swear to God. <laughs> um, but no, I mentioned on our Discord uh, server that show was taking a brief hiatus from the podcast to deal with some... Uh, some personal issues, so uh, we wish him well, and hopefully he is back ASAP. But anyway, getting to the questions that you guys asked us on Discord, uh, New Vegas Savior asks, uh, because of Star Wars Visions, what are your guys' thoughts on licensed anime anthologies like the Animatrix, Batman, Gotham Knights, Halo Legends, etc.? Awesome. My thoughts? Yeah, like... I like them. <laughs> I like them too. Like I'm, I'm happy that anime studios are like branching out and and doing some of these things. Like the Animatrix is kind of old compared to the other ones that you listed, but um, I I love the fact that anime studios license things, especially Western like franchises, and like try to explore the worlds that are created in them. Um, I know a lot of people shit on it, but I actually loved Halo Legends. Man, Halo, I don't. Halo Legends was an anime. Yes, it was, and it's it's pretty Once good. I forgot about that. I have never seen Halo Legends. Um, Me neither. Because <laughs> I don't know. I watched something on. I think it was on Netflix or something. It was another animated Halo thing. It was about like one one seven before he was one one seven. Oh yeah, and like the little prequel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. what that was called. I don't fucking remember, but I hated it because it was like CGI and it was choppy and. <clears throat> Overall, I was just like, yeah, whatever. So I, I didn't really want to give Halo Legends a try. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's worth a shot because there are some really good stories in there. Um, and you mentioned Star Wars Visions. Um, John and I actually did a proper spoiler cast of Star Wars Visions, which should be coming out soon. I think it'll be probably be the second Monday of November, hopefully. What did you think of Star Wars Visions. I loved it. I think John mm. John enjoyed it too. I think he liked it more than any of the Star Wars movies he watched. We well, first of all, that. I still haven't seen a full Star Wars movie. 
<laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah, I couldn't sit through it. It just... I don't know what it is about me and Star Wars. I tried watching Episode 4 and Episode 1. I gave them, like, I don't know, an hour each, and I just hated it, so... That's fair, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's not... I didn't give it a fair shakedown. I, I really should watch it, but mm. I just don't I mean, it. the original trilogy is still good. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think that uh, Empire Strikes Back is one of the best sci-fi movies ever made, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, I love Star Wars Visions. I definitely, if, if you know, if you guys enjoyed Star Wars Visions, definitely look forward to John and I's spoiler cast of the entire thing um, coming out soon. Fall of Reach, yes, that's exactly what it was called. Thank you. Mm. Um, that the 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 Halo prequel thing that you were talking about, John. That's called the Fall of Reach. Um, but yeah, I think in general. I guess we're pretty positive on the idea of licensed Star Wars or licensed Star Wars anthologies, licensed anime anthologies of Western stuff. I like I mean, it. It's like, it's like, why not? It's like allowing creators to try something new with mm -hmm. like, you know, a property. It's like, why not? And it might not always work out, but I mean, I think there's, there's value in the attempt. Yeah. Like I, I, from the very little I've seen of visions, like I love the direction. They just let some mm -hmm. studios just, fucking go wild like i love yeah. the kamikaze doga one with the oh CG, like shit the dual. yeah i think that was john's favorite one it looks incredible it's like and yeah like like why not it was definitely my favorite <laughs> because um i really like the whole black and white and the red saber like, yeah like wow you walked into that bullet, bro. Nice. Yeah. No. Uh, besides I, Batman Ninja, hoping for more Batman anime. Yeah, the Batman Ninja. Again, people shit on it, but Batman I loved Ninja. it. Who shits on Batman Ninja? It has that like a amazing. six on Mal for some reason. Well, fuck that. Well, it's great. Mal, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. People in general thought it was either you know meh or bad, and like I loved it. I thought it was a hell of fun to watch. Like, yeah, it's it doesn't seem like it's like a canonical Batman story, but so what? It's, it's shit, still though. fun. It's so good. Yeah, Batman Ninja was really good. I can I can appreciate it as like an alternate universe type story, and I I fucking loved it. Um. But yeah, hey, speaking of which, Class Ulysses, here's a question that you asked us. Which three anime characters would you pick to cross over into another universe? Not only anime, but MCU, DC, Supernatural, SpongeBob, etc. Um, oh, God. Uh, that's, that's a good question. What? Terrible question. What? <laughs> no, all, it's like... a good question because I can't think of a good answer for it. You live today in a death. Wait. <laughs> I live to fight another day. Uh, wait, again, so crossover of what into an anime? What? Which three anime. anime characters would you pick to cross over into any other universe? So, I mean, obviously you can pick a, you can pick an anime character to cross over into another anime universe, but uh, but the, they're saying it doesn't necessarily have to necessarily just be anime. It can cross over into the, the MCU, DC universe, whatever. See, I don't. I don't really think about anything like that because I don't, I don't want it to. <laughs> I kind of like my anime to be a separate entity from like DC Marvel stuff. You know, I've said There's... it, I've said it on our on our game streams before when we do Dead by Daylight. I'd love to see Dead by Daylight incorporate Death Note. Like as like, a, um... how would Kira work as a killer? Ryuk? No, Kira you wouldn't be like the Ryuk? killer. Ryuk would be the killer, and Light would be the survivor. Okay. 
But I don't know. There's a whole balancing thing I have with that. I... But he is a, he's a Shinigami already, so he's an angel of death, so I can env envision him being a killer, right? Oh, my God. Oh, you're stuck. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Toad's worth. Toad's worth. Oh, my God. I'll tell, tell, tell you one that I can think of. I don't know if I can think of three, but I can definitely think of one I would like to see just for the lulls. I'd like to see Moogie from K-On! cross over into the One Punch Man universe just to fucking beat down Saitama. Why would she beat them down? Because she is statistically the strongest anime character in known history. <laughs> oh my god. Surely? Oh my god. Now, I'm not even joking. Like, if you... Someone did, like, uh, an, an analysis of this, like, four or five years ago because of how she's able to carry, like, this very heavy audio equipment with absolutely no trouble. She must be the strongest human being to ever exist. That's so stupid. <laughs> okay, but Saitama's a hero. Like, that... So, he can do it, too. Like, what? <laughs> Seen so a video dumb. about putting Saiyans in Marvel Comics and DC? Yeah, I know a lot of people will probably say something like, you know, the Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z. I mean, going into like Marvel. Smash, just for no reason, so it's like... I mean, sure. Like, I don't agree with it, but... I mean, I... It, had, it has to be, like, something that's, like, really, really, like... It's so wild and so out there that it makes sense, right? For me to get behind it. Um, I can certainly see like, it being that as like a comedy kind of thing, for sure. But like, I don't think I could ever take anything like that seriously. Anytime characters have ever crossed over like that, I have a difficult time taking it very seriously. You play Kingdom Hearts, my man? No, uh, I never, I've never played Kingdom Hearts. And I probably well, never will. Over. Unless they ever release that's it for the... PC, I'll never play it. I mean, they have released it to PC, just so... Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was only on PlayStation. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, like... they have. <laughs> I don't like Kingdom Hearts, so... Like, Kingdom Hearts is stupid, but I, I, I do like it. I really Hachiman like it is the next Batman? I, I'd watch that. Who? Hachiman. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd watch that. I mean... Why not? Just a completely disaffected, self-depreciating Batman. Think of, like something that. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'd watch that. Um, another question from Classy uh, Classy Ulysses. Uh, since Marvel's What If season one ended, what which one? It, well, let me try that again. Since Marvel's What If season one ended, which What If anime show or characters would you pick? And how do you think it would affect the effect? The, God, this question is hard to read. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and how do you think it would affect the story overall? What if L got the death note? Boom. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Actually, that, though. Kinda, yeah. Like, what if role reversal, right? Like, I think about what if uh, Ainz ever turned like um, he was a paladin instead mm. of like a, a necromancer. Like, I, I would love that. <laughs> Because mm. I see, uh, so on the Overlord subreddit, for example, they, I think someone did a Holy Pope Ainz once, and I was just like, dude, what if Ainz was the Holy Pope? <laughs> like, how would he have role interacted with... Role reversal was much fun, yeah. I like, I like that. Yeah, I, I like role reversal, like, or not just role reversal, but like, what if it was Touch Me that went in, uh, that was reincarnated, you know, and it, according to the books, Touch Me is like super about justice and stuff like that, like. Would it turn into your typical isekai trash? Like, yes, I don't know. And I that's believe what's I landed that. 
Yeah, like roll roll reversals are a lot of fun. That's I dig. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any in particular that I that I've ever thought of. Like, um, I thought about it for JoJo's before. Like, what if Part Six actually had the Invisible Baby as the main character from Part Four instead of Jolene? That'd be cool. What if? Hmm. I still think I still think. So I know. Natai, you haven't seen part six of JoJo's yet, and you're no really hyped for it. I, I've, I, you, you know by now that I've never been particularly um, fond of it. Fond of the ending for part six. Um, Shush. I definitely think it shouldn't have ended the way it did, and I would love to have seen one more uh, part in the like regular or the original JoJo's universe. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to watching part six so I can actually talk to you about the ending of part six because goddamn, you're haunting me about it for years now. <laughs> like, See, I, I thought. I thought you were a Joe bro, Natai. I thought you'd be completely caught up. What the heck? No, he don't read the manga. I've been trying to get him to read the manga, oh and he won't do it. Oh, you don't read the manga? No. I the anime so much. I'm waiting oh for I'm God, watching dude. the anime. The manga is so good. Dude, let's I'm be just honest. Waiting. I... I'm just waiting for Steel Ball Run to be animated. Oh, know. for it's... sure. For sure. Um, but no, I, I always loved the idea of the invisible baby from part four. And I would love to have seen that idea, like expanded out more. I love the fact that actual like Jojo's fan artists have gone and extrapolated what the invisible baby would have looked like at the age of 20. Um, just uh, the, the bit invisible baby's name ended up being Shizuka Joestar. Um, and I just, I, I love the designs that people came up with for, and I think she would make a really great main character for a JoJo's part. It's just a shame that Araki never went back to her. I feel like uh, if Araki didn't go back to her, it was probably for a good reason. I Maybe. I mean, we, we like, wouldn't have gotten Steel Ball Run, I guess, so that's a plus. Yeah. Well, it's just because, like, there's a lot of what-if situations, right, where it's like, well, what if this happened? And it's like, just because it's a cool concept doesn't mean it would doesn't mean it's a great play. story yeah yeah like exactly i agree that, that's kind of the whole like um fun to think about but maybe not great for a story well that's why i like to keep it simple like what if we just did role reversal for like instead of being bad eins is good like because mm. that's kind of cheating right because of the fucking evil eye side story so you get to see what happens if he reincarnates uh into or if he goes to the new world without uh Nazareth being there like how he would act oh my god <laughs> how you live today in a time <laughs> i ran out of fuel i had to reload <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean it, it's an interesting thing to think about <clears throat> all right next question uh comes from corn sensei on our discord server what is the worst show you enjoyed and still actively enjoy anime or otherwise um it's not a show it's actually a movie but I'm gonna say the room. I absolutely love that movie, even though it's terrible. But it's it's no one is mad at you for enjoying the room. No, that defeats the purpose of the question. I mean, oh God. the worst uh, show I actively enjoyed. I mean, I'm trying to think of an anime that I think. Well, I mean, Don Machi. You, you like it's it not on. good, but I enjoy it. I can't believe you didn't hear that. What? I said you like Kaon. <laughs> excuse oh. me. Excuse oh. me. Excuse me. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I'm still looking forward to watching it. Uh, oh, Kaon is the best. What are you talking about? I swear to God, if you say Yudu Camp, I will strangle you through the computer right now. 
See, I can't think of any show that I like watching that I'm like, objectively, this is a bad show because... Yeah, I, you, I don't watch bad shows. <laughs> well, because usually if I find a show objectively bad, I'd stop watching. Hold on. You you say that, Natai. You've watched all of One Piece. Fuck off. Oh, uh, yeah, there he goes. He unironically enjoys One Piece. That's right. This is actually good. No, it's not. Um, I have zero attachment to that stupid show, and I enjoyed it. It's actually good. No, it's not. It's actually it's actually good. Um, trying to think if there's any other anime besides like Don Machi, which I think is just not good, but I still enjoy. Like I let's I'll be honest, I enjoy Don Machi because Hesty has ginormous tits. I mean, I guess you can say like the the Overlord anime is really bad. Um, I don't enjoy the anime, but you like the source material. I, but I love the source material. But I also there's I don't because there's I can always find a silver lining for something that I'm watching. Hmm. That I can say, like, well, the animation may be terrible with the CGI and stuff, but man, that that music, that soundtrack, boy, <laughs> that's a shame. Um, it's like I've tried to, hmm, like, like I've thought about Interspecies reviewers, but I legitimately think that's a good show. I, so oh, I don't even no, know. yeah, people shit on it just because it's like it. It was a good show. It's though. a genuinely good like comedy. It's a good comedy, yeah. High school DXD, okay, that's a good that's a good choice. I mean, like I, I, I can't say I enjoyed high school DXD, but I didn't hate it either. How much of it have you watched? Like the first two seasons. I don't know. The I feel like I, I feel like high school DXD would be better if they just turned it into a straight up hentai. I mean, you can find that. Oh, I can't really. Yeah, uh, I'd argue that. I don't know. I, I didn't like High School DxD. The only thing I liked about High School DxD was the um the ending song with the stripper poles. I love the stripper yeah. poles section. That's that pretty was awesome. good. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me go to let me it's, go it's, to my mouth page and it's see. Like the only the only show that I yeah, watched the plot. actively like. I mean, I did stick with Sao, and it is bad, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so I don't know. I. At this point, aren't you just watching it for, like, the visuals? No, I mean, like, the visuals are great, but it's not a good show. Not at all. I mean... Domestic like Girlfriend... Because... Okay, Classy, Domestic Girlfriend just isn't good, though. You watch Domestic Girlfriend? <laughs> I mean, I did. It's, it's... I don't understand what so many people see in that show. I mean, the OP is great. I haven't bothered watching it beyond the OP, though. <laughs> oh I like how you're just beating the fuck out of him. You're not even bothered shooting him. Um, the weapons are too OP in the game, to be honest. I'm looking. Especially I'm looking at now, right now, the oh stuff God, that I've watched and it. rated pretty highly, and see if there's anything on here that I think is genuinely bad, but I still like. Um, it's a hard question because again, I. I make an effort to I, watch I do, shows. That I, I know I do that watch shows that I, I think are bad objectively, but it's like I can always. Like sure, it may be well, an John, you show, made a shit but... ton of like light novels and manga, and some of them are probably not great, right? Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like I still read um, Isekai smartphone. Like I, mm. I know that's you a still bad. Read but... that? Yeah, I still fucking read that. Wow. I read the manga. Uh, I stopped reading the um, source material, the web novel, because it's. See, now I think poorly. we opened up a Pandora's box that's way more interesting. That's John's reading habits. I know, oh, right? Yeah, no, my reading habits are trash. Like, I have zero. I, I, look, as long as it's an OPMC, I'm fucking watching or reading that oh my shit. God. Like, I know. And 
eventually I'll hit a point where I'm like, you know what? I don't think I will. And then I just drop it for the rest of my life. Okay, I, I, I have an answer to this that I don't think is great, but I actually do genuinely enjoy it, even though it's... I, I will even admit it's a really bad anime, Darling in the Franks. I don't think that's a very unique... Um, that's just because of the ending, though, right? Everyone... It's like, not just that. It. It's like... I, I like it for the aesthetic, too. But yeah, the ending just, just takes a giant shit all tits. over the story. Huh? It like zero to his tits. Well, not even just that. I just like the aesthetic of the show. Like, yeah, it looks very Trigger, too. So, I mean, obviously, I'm going to like it for that. But, like, I love the costume designs. Like, I love the fact that the guys wear uh, uniforms that have, like, a Y collar, and then the girls have an X collar. That's, like, that's like a cool little design feature. Um, yeah, I genuinely enjoyed that while it was airing, even despite... Um, <laughs> even despite how shitty its ending was. Also, I guess the the recent Ultraman 3D CG anime I genuinely enjoyed, even though I think it was kind of bad. Ultraman! I am genuinely happy it's getting a second season. Which show? Mm. Orca War says Love Hina. Love Hina was actually good back in the day, though. Like, it was good harem shit. No, that's his cousin. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's his cousin. You mean how like in Sailor You mean like how in Sailor Moon they're they're definitely cousins, they're not lesbians? Dude, that was the weirdest fucking choice to change. Like Yeah, like if you're gonna censor that, why wouldn't you change it to something just like they're friends who like each other a lot? I <laughs> Yeah, like Oh, they were friends. And uh, they were uh, roommates. Uh. <laughs> oh my and god, they were, they were roommates. roommates. <laughs> the weird censorship for stuff like that back in the day was crazy. Like the '90s are weird, man. You couldn't you couldn't even talk about being homosexual for children. Like no, like you couldn't do that. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be sexualizing children in the first place at all. But no, I mean, you yeah. couldn't even mention like homosexuality and anything that was for children though back then. Oh yeah, and I mean, I get why. Because old people really like. Duh. <laughs> friends with benefits yeah they, they would have been better off going with that instead of saying cousins well i mean that was a common thing like yeah i know why did sappho and her friend you know and they were roommates my god that post that kills me is like yeah my coworker was or my dad was thinking about how my um aunt and her best friend are like 80 years old and living <laughs> with each other and he realized they only had one room and it was like, oh my god, is she sleeping on the couch? It's not great. She's like 80. It's like, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How, how are you that, like, out of the loop, though? <laughs> no, no. Because even, like, uh, with regular, like, uh, just going out, right? Oh, how? How did I lose that engagement? <laughs> because you oh didn't melee. <laughs> yeah. You got a melee, bro. But, like, yeah, even in current 2021, gay couples will go out and they'll still be mistaken for like oh are you brothers or are you, are you like father you know, i'm not even kidding like i'd be i just be going up to like hey y'all fucking yeah like their first thought isn't that people are fucking or dating it's like they're they're friends or they're you know like there is this other girl she was um she actually did have a friend that like <laughs> you're talking about IRL, is this an irl john story here no Yes, maybe. Benz. So, um, 
No, it was there was someone who was working at a hotel, I believe, and uh they they talked about how one of their friends or something they got a room for her, right? They're two girls and one her best friend, aka best friend, quote unknown, aka quote unquote best friend. Uh, got her a, a nice room for the weekend and this and that. You know, stuff that you would do usually for an anniversary. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, what a very – they must be best friends for her to do that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're best friends, all right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, it's not the fact that <laughs> – it's just like it completely didn't cross her mind that she's doing this because it's their anniversary. Like, because it was uh, – a. She got a bed and had rose petals and stuff and said happy anniversary to, um, you know, Sam or something. And <laughs> it's like, wow, what a nice friend. I can't believe, you know, best friend. Like, yeah, they're best friends. All right, dude. So, someone is playing with a new Nerf limited needler. Yeah, I saw that. I'd love to get that thing, by the way. Oh, um, you can't even climb this. What the heck? All right, so next question comes from our boy Soon. Do you own any games that you personally feel like you play out of obligation of buying it? Yes, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Warframe. I, I don't understand how Warframe. You don't buy Warframe. Warframe is no. Cool. You you buy you. You Warframe sell your time to play Warframe. No, but I I stopped. I I'm I stopped with Warframe. Done. Back in the See, day, Chinoda tried to get me into that shit, and I played for like ten minutes, and I realized, nah, this is not for me. Don't get me wrong, I like I, I love the game, but I'm like, no, nah, this is, it's done. I'm I'm not I'm not playing that anymore. I've played way too much. So I've, I I like Warframe. I actually like unironically enjoyed that as a video yeah, game. Um, <laughs> the combat is a lot of fun. It's it's it feels great to play. Um. It just, oh. <laughs> the new Avengers game. I haven't played it. Isn't he good? Uh, no. It looks like sh- it looked like shit to me when I like they announced it and like I look at it. All the models look like knockoff models of like the movie characters. So it's right? like a Chinese Avengers game. Because no, oh my god. <laughs> because it's obvious. It's obviously it would cost too much money to like pay for the likeness, right? Yeah. But then I'm like, why don't you just like design like wholly original looks for the characters because then no one would play it but still no one played it well people aren't very smart in its eye i don't know the only thing i can think of is dead by daylight and like i i don't hate the game but it's definitely not as good as it could be um for for me most of the time when i play a video game even if i buy it like if i don't enjoy it i just don't play it um, I don't feel like I'm. I want to waste my time yeah. with that shit. See, I'm the exact same way. Uh, why the fuck would I want to play a game that I hate? Like, I have plenty of games that I hate that I have less than I don't know six play hours on because I've only played it uh that one time and then I don't play it ever again. So it's nothing new. Play Spider-Man and the Batman Arkham Trilogy. From what I understand, I've never played the Batman Arkham Trilogy, but from what I've seen of it, it actually looks fun. Yeah, the Arkham games are really fun. Um, I t- like The closest I got to playing a game I really hated was grinding Destiny 2 for the raids. Because the raids in Destiny 2 are a lot of fun, but the rest of the game is just dog shit. Like, mm. for me at least, I just really didn't enjoy it. But the raids are just so much fun. 
playing them together with your friends and it's like ah oh, fuck it I'll I'll, I'll I'll just do it for that because it's so, it's that worth it to me I guess the closest I can say that I ever really came to it is probably Civ 6 but the only reason I played it is because like I enjoyed playing it with show I enjoy playing games yeah. with show well, see, I wouldn't say that counts because if you enjoy playing it, because because there's plenty of games that I have that I hate playing alone mm -hmm. because it's yeah. like why would, why the fuck would I ever play this by myself? But playing with friends is fine. Like the forest, for example, I hate playing the forest by myself. I think it's a really shitty like game to play, just in general. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> no offense out there to anyone who actually likes the forest. I just think as a survival horror game, what's the forest? It's like a cannibal survival horror game. It's more horror than it is survival, to be honest. But I don't know. I think because I played, I came off of playing Seven Days to Die, and I really like Seven Days to Die. It's a really fun one-player experience, and it's a really fun group experience. But then uh, the forest is like it's a lot more horror, and I don't know. It's just not very refined, in my opinion. Hmm. But I hated playing the forest alone. But when I played with my friends, it was actually fun because it was like, we you know, we get into crazy situations together and stuff like that. Yeah, like I tried to so, play Civ Six by myself and it was super frustrating. But when I played with Show, I actually enjoyed it. Oh my god. Nice headshot. <laughs> He's literally just standing still and shooting, like <laughs> I'm gonna have to punish this boy for a little. <laughs> it, it's Minecraft with cannibal mutants. I mean, that's kinda sounds accurate, to be honest. Um Oh my god. All right, next question comes from Second Lieutenant Mexican Tapwater, which I love that username, by the way. Um, what is the best short anime in terms of episode count you've ever watched? Um, that's a good... I, I don't know if this counts as a short in terms of episode count because it was only 11 episodes, but probably Birdie the Mighty. That was only I, 11 episodes? It was 11 episodes and two movies, which I don't know if that really counts as, you know, as an answer to the question, but... I haven't watched it yet, but I have a good feeling that once I get to it, uh, Fully Cooley, I love it. Oh, Fully Cooley is another one. Yeah, I didn't even and think about that. Six yeah. episodes, right? Uh, the original Fully Cooley, yes, is six episodes. And then I believe each of the other two seasons is also only six episodes. See, that's a good answer. <laughs> Again, I need to watch it first, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to love it. So. Um, I kind of wish I... I, you know what? I guess JoJo's Part One is a short anime. Which one? Part One of JoJo's. It's it's only nine episodes. But it's Part One. It gets better the further you get into JoJo's. <laughs> but it was really yeah, good. My point. My point is that it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's good, but it's only like I I feel like I enjoy it only like the more I I watch JoJo's because then I just, oh I I've ta I've talked more. to you about this before on the podcast like the the further I've gotten in JoJo's even with the manga like the more I appreciate part one for the incredible world it was able to set up in such a very short amount of time. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of any other really short anime out there that I've ever. But I mean, besides anthology series, which are just pretty much one episode, you know, one-offs for each story. Oh, if we're talking about pure episode count, I feel like Fully Cooley wins. It takes the cake, you know. Yeah. There's no way you can like. <laughs> it has to rain king. There's no other like option to fucking. Yeah, it's like six episodes. It's six and... episodes, and yeah. every single time you guys say that, I, I go, "No, it wasn't. You guys are lying. It wasn't six episodes." And you go look, and it's, it's like, "Oh yeah, like it is." <laughs> it felt like a fucking twelve-episode anime, but it's like, no, it's six episodes. Like, oh. Um. Oh, we can't swear for ten minutes. 
That sucks. Oh. Why would Gosh. you do this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Why would you do this doing a try, WTF? That doesn't count. Try. Oh man, we, hold on! I gotta set a timer try. now. I gotta set a timer now for no swearing. Mm. I I, I wow, hate this. He doesn't even automate our bot stuff. Wow! Oh my god! I know, right? I suck at this streaming thing. All right, I've set a timer. I'm, I watched JoJo for about one to ten and just stopped. Why? I mean, I JoJo's no, is one of those things stop? where you either you what really you like it or you don't. One? I think. Why would you stop at part one? Yeah, yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like to get the one... JoJo's experience, you've got to get to at least part three, right? <laughs> uh, I think part two is, the, like, for me, part two was the part that sold me on JoJo. Oh, fair, fair enough. Part two, with Joseph is, is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like going from, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like part one very much. Um, it's just very, if you're not a fan of JoJo's, like, I was a fan of part three, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew about part three before, and then I—that's when I started watching um, part one and two. I'm be honest, looking back at it, because I liked part three, that's why I could stand part one. Because part one is actually pretty like—it's stupid as fuck, dude. Oh, you swore! Jack the Ripper jumps the It's great. I can't like. Ah, uh, I can't. Part one is bad. Okay, I hate saying that. But part one is pretty bad. It's very hammy. It's very hamon. Uh, Hamoni. <laughs> it's Hamoni. So Ina would appreciate like, that pun. That's what makes, like yeah, I appreciate it for being so hammy and stupid. But that's like the longer, like, and the more we gone away from it, the more I enjoy it because it's so yeah, weird on its own, right? Part one is just so mediocre. You know, there's no stands. <laughs> Obviously, Araki just starting to get into like. Hey, I'm making a new um, series, and it's got super. Because it, it it feels like it's just a ripoff of um. It's of the North Star, yeah. It's of North Star, yeah. Mm. Buff dudes fighting each other, you know, and it's it just certainly okay. got away from that as the parts went on, though. Yeah, yeah. And with the power of Hamon, like that's not to say that stands make it uh are what make JoJo super popular. Because I, I would argue um part two is also my favorite part. That's just because I love Joseph as a character. Like, part four is the best. Just saying. Part uh, five is the best. Just saying. No, no. Steel Ball Run is actually the best. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got a point. Get an anime for that. When we get it? <laughs> yeah, when when there's an anime for that, I can say part. It's the best. But um, I don't know. I, I care a lot more about the characters than I thought I would. As far as part one characters go, they're not like other than Dio. Dio is a great villain, Dio. but it's just again. It's so very hammy of a show to watch. And it is. when you tell someone, oh man, JoJo's is so good, and then they watch part one. <laughs> part one, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then oh, was like, Y'all uh, are not doing this right. <laughs> yeah, so. And, and it's kind of a universal thing. Like, I, I wish it wasn't, but it is. So. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to watch JoJo's at least get through part two i i feel like if you don't like part one part two might be more your bag um and then when part part three is really when it starts popping off in my opinion the thing is part three is like kind of weird for me because i enjoyed part i enjoyed part three but it was kind of hard to get through because it's so long and some of the fights are not as good as you want them to be right? you mean like because the one the, with the sun the sun the one with 
I don't so know. Like, some of them are just okay. They're literally like the one fighting the, the sun. I like the one yeah, that's fighting the If car. it wasn't for the fact that I'm super into, like, um, Yancho? Ya- Yankee? Whatever the fucking. I'm into, like, oh, the badass yeah, character. Like Jotaro. Yeah, I'm into. I'm, I'm super into Jojo's aesthetic. See, like that's that. why I like Josuke so much because he's a he's he's that guy, but like stupid because he's, he's like a kid. He's freaking yeah. Kuwabara. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I love it. Uh, down to Wells. Yes, part yes, part one was written in the eighties. Eighty seven, eighty six or eighty seven is when part one was written. Part two was also written in the 80s. Um, I believe part three was the first part to be written in the 90s. I remember <laughs> I remember when part five aired the anime and we got to the, um, oh, fuck, what's, what's the name of it? Um, the Giaccio fight with the ice stand. Mm. I can't remember the name. It's escaping my mind. Um, and then like there was this one part where it's like activating a super move and the discussion for the episode like one of the comments was like yeah so that uh, chapter of the manga released in the same magazine as the first chapter of one piece and like <laughs> holy shit i forgot how old jojo is <laughs> it's insane absolutely insane i'd like to point out i'm the only one not swearing right now <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm working really hard at it too. <clears throat> Um, so well, I don't know why that. you made that as a rule. I'm gonna keep swearing. I don't care, man. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I kind of regret it already. Uh, two Wait, parts. Attack on Titan got me hooked to the first two episodes. I'm glad it got you hooked. I'm four seasons into Attack on Titan and I'm still not hooked. Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know if uh, being four seasons in, you're gonna be hooked by season five. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 still waiting for that hook, man. I'm still waiting for that Attack on Titan hook. Does it get good soon? It already got good. No, it didn't. Same. It's it's yes, it, it did. It ha- it has like three good parts that totaled last like fifteen whole minutes. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, so to answer back to the original question, <laughs> back to the original. I'm just gonna be so glad when that's over too, and we can do that final spoiler <laughs> cast, and it's just it's Me done, too. and I never have to go back to it again. And then in in Recording twelve to sixteen geez. months, everyone will forget about Attack on Titan because it was never that good. Recording this podcast with you was just an exercise in endurance. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got one more to go. Uh, oh, so to answer God. the question that was originally asked, I think, yeah, Fully Cooly, best short anime. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't even watched it yet. We were just um, talking about so much other than anime. We were just talking yeah. about JoJo for half Right? Second. This is what happens whenever we talk about JoJo. It always goes into the same fucking, like, Something, something. Oh yeah, but then JoJo's. Then we like JoJo's and JoJo's. So the next question comes from Pirathus. Pirathus. I'm not exactly sure how you're supposed to pronounce it. Parappa the Rapper. Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. Who is the best Halloween themed anime character, and why is it Blair from Soul Eater? Blair from Soul Eater is one of the best Halloween themed anime characters ever. I would actually argue that Soul Eater as a whole is probably the best Halloween themed anime ever. Uh, quite understand. Dio is a good Halloween character. Dio. I I I don't I don't know if I can think of a good Halloween character. I'm having a hard I mean, time. Blair from Soul Eater is a good choice. Uh, I mean, prop any of the zombie characters from Zombieland Saga, I guess, would be good. Oh, that's actually good, yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know very many. What do you? What is 
freaking Halloween character mean? I don't understand. Spooky. Spooky Oogie. Oogie. Spooky Oogie. Uh, Spooky Oogie from, from Monogatari. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, I would argue like the Victorian horror theme of JoJo's Part 1 makes it a nice Halloween anime. Nah. AOT is one of the most important anime of all time. Not not true. Oh, true, I'm not honey. having that discussion with not, you, not, Alex. Not true at all. It, yeah, within, within two years of it being over, everyone will forget about it. Um, another ooh, another is a really good Halloween anime yeah um, I would argue that the book is better but still the anime is not bad I don't know man there's not a lot of horror anime I like like at all um, maybe Uzumaki will change my like Oh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Oh, anything yeah. Junji Ito like? Well, we're not not anime, but like his manga. Anything Junji Ito manga? Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to drop that flag or what? Uh, Wait for you to come back, bro. Because of the gothic setting, Black Butler. I mean, yeah, Black Butler's got some Halloween aesthetics to it. It's mostly just very gay, though. <laughs> I mean, I am I wrong? That, uh... Am I wrong? It's pretty gay. No. Little Witch Academia has a bit of a Halloween vibe to it sometimes. Little Witch Academia is gay. It's very lesbian. You're absolutely right about that. Oh my god, I hate this. Um, what is the daily life of MCs that that is? I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking of like Terrible. good Halloween characters. Like, yeah, what was like... the last Halloween show you watched? <laughs> the last Halloween a... anime. Yeah. I mean. Again, it's hard to go against Soul Eater. Like, that whole anime just has a very Halloween aesthetic to it. Well, I really liked um, When the Cicadas Cry. Mmm. Higurashi. Higurashi? Higurashi, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Higurashi. Halloween anime? Uh, it's horror. It's definitely I'm horror. A, all right, so I don't know what a Halloween anime is. Other yeah. than, like, I guess you could say Soul Eater for the Halloween aesthetic, but I'm just thinking horror anime is kind of, because, again, I don't, I didn't like Soul Eater very much. I I love um I guess that's not true. I liked um the kid, whatever the fuck his name Death was. Death the kid. Death the kid. Oh, finally, I can I can fucking swear again. <laughs> I mean, you've been always able to swear. You just didn't want to because you made that stupid rule up without King, consulting anyone. So. King's Game. He's a good boy, I guess. I've never King's seen King's Game. Game. Is it a good Halloween anime? Isn't it a Chinese anime? I don't know, John. I've never <laughs> just because I like a couple Chinese freaking <laughs> novels. You're a Chinese media enjoyer. What Am are you I the... about? First of all, just because is it because I'm Chinese? Is that <laughs> oh wow! That. I never said <laughs> a little bit of casual so, racism. It's <laughs> not very casual at all, actually, to be honest. But <laughs> uh, I've never seen King's Game. Mm. All right, well, uh, kind of going off the whole horror-slash-Halloween vibe, we got another question from Classy Liss. What, what's your guys' favorite scary-slash-horror movies? Uh, Ooh. I still haven't found a horror movie I enjoyed, actually. Not going to lie. Really? It's like every time I watch one, I was like, it's all right. I don't know. I just I, – but I haven't watched, like, the big ones. Like, I'm still looking forward to watching The Shining, like, sometime. Because yeah. I know I'm going to dig that, maybe. I'm probably wrong, but it seems like it's up my own. I would argue that The Shining, um, I love Stanley Kubrick, all right? 
Don't get me wrong. But, oh my god, Natai, Natai. I, I feel like this is going to be a big butt that's about here. to come to here. Uh, I will argue that the original Stephen King novel is actually better. Oh, I 100% agree with that, by the way. But I hate saying that because I hate Stephen King. I don't know what it is about his writing. I just hate it. I mean, he's also kind of a shitty person too, but we won't get on. We won't get with that. Didn't, wasn't he high on coke every time he wrote most of his? Yes, books? he he is a avid lover of cocaine. I don't know, just like having uh, he has a lot of weird like sexualized scenes and stuff. In well, look at his... look at it. I mean, there's a fucking gangbang scene with thirteen year olds. Okay, first of all, it's not a gay man. They run a train on her, okay? Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. Excuse me? Yeah, so after they fight, uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the novel, which I'm not ashamed of telling people at all because it's a bad novel. Which one? <laughs> it. it. Reading It. Oh, okay. I only watched the movie. Yeah, so after their first encounter with uh, the clown, Pennywise, right. uh, they are like, oh, we need to do something to immoral <laughs> immoralize immortalize this thing, like so we don't forget what happened here. Uh, oh, I know. Let's all run a train on the girl. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah and so the people who are doing this are thirteen. Yeah, they're thirteen year olds. What's the logic? <laughs> because what a better way to like Im immortalize your summer than of fighting this freaking alien clown thing than having sex and losing your virginity like that's why Stephen King is an awful fucking writer for a lot of reasons uh, one of them being that <laughs> he has a lot of weird sex scene stuff that he's just like man why are you so bad at writing I feel like he has these great ideas for like horror and suspense uh, novels and then like halfway through he always gets really horny and then just writes a chapter <laughs> where he gets all that out Oh, but why is he getting horny with thirteen-year-olds? That's a great question. I will say That's one one of question. his novels. One That's of his a novels you should be asking. It is a question I should be asking. One of his novels that I absolutely love, and it got turned into an equally good movie, is Misery. I okay, love the movie Misery. Movie um, just found out Stephen King and his son helped made a GI Joe character named Crystal. I did not know that. Uh, I do not know what? Stephen King had anything to do with G.I. Joe. That's kind of a crazy oh, yeah, uh, it's a crazy Speaking combination like, right there. Stephen King and G.I. Joe. Why are G.I. Joe's big? They used big. to be big what? in the 80s. Uh, why? Patriotism. Because patriotism oh. is a big thing in the United States. Yeah. Honestly, that's actually why. Um, if I had to pick so, like, if I had to pick un a single... Unironically, it's patriotism. If I had to pick a single favorite horror movie for myself, probably the original Friday the 13th, because it's the only one without Jason in it. So who is it? What, who is it if not Jason? What it's Jason's about? mom. Jason's mom is the killer in Friday the 13th oh Part 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason only appears at the very, very end of the movie. Yeah, when he comes out of the lake. When he comes out of the oh, lake. Oh, shit, spoilers, God damn it. I'm not even, listen, I am not even the yeah, least I mean, bit. At this point, it's like... Is it even a spoiler? It's pretty well it's known. So it's probably like pop. It's, it's sort of like saying that, you know, everyone knows that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Like, everyone knows. What? What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, I love, I love the original Friday the 13th movie. Um, 
uh, it, Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael. I are you just listing things that you like? I mean, well, Nightmare on uh, Elm Street was the really was that Johnny Depp's first movie role? What? No, I don't. It, it was one of his first, but I don't think this one the first. Fairly certain it's his first one. I'd have to look that up. I I know it was really early in his career. Um, it's so. Mm. So it's not a horror movie, but I started reading Uzumaki, Vito's <laughs> Uzumaki, and that was fucking terrifying. So Uzumaki is kind of creepy. It. It's Uzumaki? so good, though. Uzumaki. So good. Oh, I'm really looking forward to the. I'm looking anime. forward to the anime, good. but I, I'm just, I'm not holding my breath that it's going to be good. As long um, as it's not like the fucking uh, Junji Ito collection that Dean released like four yeah, years ago, I think it would Dean. be good. Fuck Dean. Um, I don't know how they could fuck that up. Like, I'm. It's Dean. They can fuck anything up. <laughs> Remember when they made anime great again and everyone was hyped? Yeah, and yeah, then they just immediately went they... back to how they used to be. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, they made both Kurosawa and Rakugo Shinju at the same time. It's like, oh my god, anime is saved. And they're like, yeah, we're done making good anime, guys. Bye. We've had our fill. Of good We've had our fill. We don't even want to make any more Kurosawa. We're going to pawn that off to someone else now. I mean, it was Wait, good. did someone actually, like... Pick up Konosuba? Yeah, for the movie. I mean, the it was A1? JC staff. Oh, JC no, no, staff. JC staff. staff, yeah, ended up picking up for the movie, and I guess they're going to be and doing whatever the next the... anime project is, which still they still haven't said whether it's going to be they a movie or what it is. a series. Yeah. And we don't know who is doing it. Um, I, I have a feeling it's probably going to be JC staff, whatever it happens to be. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath in this anime industry, dude. Yeah, right. All right, uh, next question, also from Class Ulysses. Back when you were kids, what was your favorite costumes to wear on Halloween? Um, I can say that for multiple years in a row, I was Dracula. Yikes. I know. Pogo bunnies. What? Pogo bunnies. Pogo I dress up bunnies. as a big bunny. And so I have jump a, on a pogo so my question about that is, Natai, so you live in Israel. Is Halloween even a big deal in Israel? Nah, we have Purim, which is like our equivalent of it. Okay. Which is that's the our holiday of like dressing up in costumes. Okay. Okay. That's happening during February or March, something like that. Every time I hear Uzumaki, I think of Naruto Uzumaki. I mean, it's 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 a fair assessment to make. Um, so what did what did you dress up as when you were a kid, John, or did you? All right, listen, I was very poor as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I come a very uh poor family from a poor neighborhood spare me my life from this monstrosity <laughs> uh, no, I fucked it up I was just a poor boy from a poor family that's what it was but uh, my parents did the best that they could I generally I, I, probably Pokemon I, I liked Pokemon a lot did you dress up as Ash? no I dressed up like as Pokemon I, I really like Pokemon oh, gotcha. <laughs> which Pokemon that's the question uh, I was Pikachu. I was Meryl at one point. Um, those are the oh. only ones I can really remember. I, I don't have a lot of memories of like my childhood because of uh, depression and other problems, but <laughs> I do remember dressing up as Pikachu. I like Pikachu a lot. <laughs> I was super into Pokemon. I was a Pokemon kid. Is Pikachu still a favorite? Uh, yeah, probably because of the anime, though. I mean... Mm. I loved all the dragon types a lot more. Like, obviously, I wanted to be like Dragon Knight. Charizard. But... 
Charizard's not a dragon. Get out of here. Fuck you, it's a dragon to me. It makes no sense that he's not a dragon. I hate he's it. He's a giant fucking fire salamander. He's not a dragon. I What's know, his type? But, they, but, they, but then they made X, and he is a dragon there. Oh my god, get out so, of here, okay. dude. Get out of here. <laughs> like 15 years later, get out. It doesn't count. I mean, he's got a point. Wait, someone redeemed a sound alert and I didn't hear it play. Let me see if I can get it to play for you. Hold on one second. So, Snorlax again and Grise up, just saying. Oh yeah, Snorlax is good too. Snorlax is the best. Yeah, I love Snorlax. He's my favorite. I dressed as Snorlax once. Oh, I'd love to see that. I oh. want a Snorlax plushie someday. Like a big life-size Snorlax. <laughs> yeah, get ready to spend like 500 USD. Pretty much. Well, I can't get Ever it to play either, so uh, sorry about that. Um... I don't know why sound alerts aren't working right now, but they're not. They're not even working for me, and I have control over all of them. Um, let's see. Batman costume from Batman and Robin that has the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I, I guess if you're going to have a costume, go for the one with the nipples. Um, it's the best one. That's what I hear. That's what I wear every year for Halloween since I was a kid. I, I, I admire the commitment, man. I really do. Um there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Joel, remember the Joel Schumacher Batman film with the nipples. That's that's all you need to know. Does it come I with don't the, know uh, what you're talking about. Party? I don't want to know what you're talking about. So back in the '90s, oh god, there was a Batman movie <laughs> made called go. Batman and Robin, and the suits that they wore actually had nipples like put into them. I don't know why. What? But they actually did you have nipples put into them. No. It's it looks so weird, it's so funny. So uh, they have this like montage of this just zooming out their like like plastic crotches while <laughs> suiting up. It's great, it's great. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking. I remember the chill out. Yeah, and it's chill just it, that that entire movie is just full of the shittiest puns no, ever. I remember this. And uh, is it Danny DeVito the Penguin? Yes. Wait, no, that's, a, that's a that's a different it's a different movie, but oh. yes, it was it was the same time period, and yes, Danny DeVito was the Penguin. They're loud. As the Batman, uh, they had uh, so Jack Nicholson was this, this, in this era. You had Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You had okay. Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Uh, you had Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Freeze. As Mr. Or Freeze. Mr. Freeze, excuse me, and um, <laughs> who, who there was some who else was in those movies? I forget. There was some other big name that was in those movies. Um, and it was it was a weird time for know, Batman. It Michelle really was. Pfeiffer was Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer? Mich yes, Michelle Pfeiffer was Catwoman. Yes, yes. Those um, were weird movies. Oh. Yeah, th those are some weird. Those are, that was a weird time for Batman movies. So, Holy so cow! Was, so like you had a few, you had a few guys playing Batman. You had um, fucking Michael Keaton for the first two. Val, Kilmer. Val Kilmer, and then you had um, uh, George George Clooney. George Clooney, I yeah. I almost said George R. Binks. So like no, no. George R. Binks. <laughs> yeah. This See, again, I don't have very many memories of uh, my childhood stuff, but that uh, sounds like what they would do Sets back then. Sets burning me alive. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember this. I remember this quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, figure out the bugs now. I don't know what's going on with the sound alerts. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Uh, Bat Clooney, Bat Kilmer. Yeah. Th- it was weird times for Batman, man. Um, Batman, man. Batman, man. Um, and I guess we're getting, yeah, we're getting the Batman soon, which is not the best title. I'll be perfectly honest. All right. So last question before, good, we, last question before we move Robert on. Robert Pattinson or something? Yeah, that's yeah. the one with Pattinson. The, the actor who's trying desperately to make everyone forget he ever worked in the Twilight movies. I mean, he's doing a good uh, job so far. Yeah, I actually think he's a pretty decent actor, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't uh, judge him based on bad roles, like. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't that he judge. Did him. a bad job. It was just bad source material, like. And it was early in his career, so I mean, come on. Um. All right. So, last question from uh, Discord: What mythical creature, cryptid, or urban legend would be perfect for an anime? Uh, honestly I, I just think about the scp stuff like yeah i think scp would just make a great anime material i want an hp lovecraft anime song i don't know <laughs> i feel like it can be done like in animation you have this just you have no limitation in animation right yeah so you just you just go as nuts and as weird as you can as you yeah, want like if it was an scp anthology i'd probably enjoy that a lot more than, i figured um... out the sound alerts <laughs> oh did you <laughs> i figured it out i finally got your sound alert to play sorry go ahead i got excited <laughs> no, i was like oh okay <laughs> like i guess sorry oh, about yeah, that i got i got super excited that i got the sound alerts to work so yeah, SCP as an anthology would be great, but if we're talking strictly cryptids like Loch Ness and um, Bigfoot, Mothman, stuff like that, I'd probably like Mothman a lot. <clears throat> Mothman would be good. So is it literally just a big moth? Yeah, it's a moth. It's, it's, it's a Mothman. Moth the man sense. that is a moth. It's a man that's a moth. <laughs> Crazy as that might sound. Um, I'm trying to think of... <sighs> I can I can certainly think of some stories like real life actual like creepy stories that would make for good anime material like the Detlov Pass incident I think would make a really good like anime movie or something. The what? The that the Detlov Pass incident where the people went hiking in in Russia and like, oh yeah yeah th- they found them it was during the winter and like there was a really bad snowstorm and when they they finally found their bodies they were all like fucking mangled but it didn't look like animals had done it. And their clothes are radioactive. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like the Donner Party would also be a good like true life story that would make a really creepy anime. Um, so for those who don't know, the Donner Party is something from American history, where it's a bunch of people. The party. It's a bunch of people who are going out west, and <clears throat> they got stuck in this pass, and they were like all their their stuff was broken so they couldn't keep moving and after a while they just started eating each other oh shit really yeah it, it's pretty rough. creepy and like i think that would make a good story for like a really creepy anime i don't know i don't know if that mm. can, answers your question though because those don't really are urban legends those are just true stories yeah man oh. come on you got to be cryptid you got to talk about bigfoot <laughs> i mean SCPs. Bloody I mean, Mary. I think I think SCP has a lot of great Bloody source Mary material. That, that Bloody Mary could be cool. Who? Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Oh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, that'd be good. That could be really good. 
again, that's not cryptids. <laughs> it's a ghost story, cryptids. A cryptid would be like a Bigfoot, Loch Ness, crazy urban like monsters, like urban myth monsters. I don't know. Mm. Like, I'm more into turning mm. like true stories into anime. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. The Slenderman is sort of a. Let's, uh, yeah, but that's eh. kind of been like done to death. It's been done to death, but it's like, but it it can still be done right. Maybe, maybe. It has potential. I think it has potential. I don't think it's been done weird weird enough, right? Yeah, maybe. It certainly hasn't been. As, as far as I know, I don't think Slenderman has ever appeared in an anime. Nah, it hasn't. Um, good. What's the closest thing to like that type of horror that there is in anime? Because mm. mm. I tell you what, like my favorite, like my I love the type of shit that's like in Perfect Blue, like that whole like psychology fuckery. Yeah, like, like psychological, psychological horror. Thriller. Yeah, I, that's the shit that I love. I, that's why I enjoy. Yeah, Perfect I Blue love. So much. I prefer psychological horror over like body or gore, Bo- body horror or gore. Like I don't need to make it to make sense. I just wanted to like confront something deep inside the human psyche because that's and I, it's, it's it's interesting i honestly think and we've talked about this again on the podcast before but like i don't think anime is a really great um medium for like body horror or gore i think it's a great medium however for psychological horror mm. i don't know but there's hmm. something about like anime in general that just doesn't do gore very well in my opinion you, I mean, there's a lot of these like really edgy OVAs from the 80s and 90s where they just go ham on the gore and it looks weird and crazy as fuck. So I think it has potential. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. All right. What, so that's, the, that's it for the, the questions. Uh, let's actually move on to talk about some stuff that we want to talk about. So normally in this point of our WTF, you didn't want to talk about everything we've been talking about so far, Alex. I mean, I I'm glad that the people gave us the questions. Um, I can't say that I necessarily would have chosen to talk about some of these things, but some of these are interesting questions. I love when people give us questions though, because thank you for the questions. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but normally in the WTFs that we do, uh, I think some good horrors are yes. There are some really good hentai that are very horrific. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Boku no Pico, <laughs> quite horrific. Out of here. Um, no. Uh, so normally in the WTFs, this is the part where I do the simp report. However, I have not simped at all in the last month, so I have absolutely nothing to report. Um, I don't believe that. I don't believe and, that for a second. No. However, I will be simping for Crony soon. <laughs> Oh, because, Natai, you have to admit that voice, though. The voice is doing things to me that it... I'm not willing to admit. Like. <laughs> I don't know what it is about. It, it, maybe this is just a personal preference for me, but there's something about a woman with a raspy voice that just does it for me. I don't know why I like that so much, but I really do. I did not ask for any of this. Uh, her, her mic setup is godly. It That's is. All gonna say. Yeah, she apparently has an ASMR mic set up, right? Because <laughs> yeah, it I sure think sounds like it. I think that's what she used to do. Um, I also of have forbidden knowledge things. of Crony, and she's cute as fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> you would not, not. You would not expect the step on me energy from expect. someone who looks like that. No. Yikes! Yikes! Um, 
but no, I, I want to talk about something. So as if you've been paying attention to the stuff like on our streams and stuff lately, I'm sick. I'm still sick. I've been sick for almost a month. Um, I still have well, a cough that won't go so away. You haven't, been, you haven't been sipping all month. That's why you've been sick. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I haven't been drinking a lot this month, which is a great shame. Um, um, but yeah, being sick sucks. And I don't know what it is about me. It, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a cold, flu, bronchitis, strep throat, uh, sinus infection, whatever. Every time I get sick, no matter what it is, I always get a cough that stays with me even after the sickness itself has passed for like three to four weeks. And, and I don't yeah, know if that's just a quirk. I don't know if that's just a quirk of me and my body or if that happens to other people, but it fucking sucks. You didn't like my hero academia. <laughs> yeah. But sorry. Keep going. I hate it here. I, and it's funny because apparently John, my, myself, and your girlfriend both had the exact same thing wrong with us, and we got sick at the exact same time despite being on opposite sides of the country. I'm sick now, so. Then <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I know. It's just lending credence to the fact that her and I are actually the same person. Yeah, my girlfriend's just Alex in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was weird. When she told me she was sick, I was like, wait a minute. What do you have? And she said, uh, sinus infection and a cold. And I'm like, that's exactly what I have. And I, I said, when did you start feeling sick? And she told me the exact day that I started feeling sick. <laughs> I'm like, wait a person. minute. This is not this. This No. You're a gift. You are a gift. You're you're a gift that keeps on giving germs. <laughs> your gift is giving germs. You yes. got your boyfriend sick. I hope you're happy. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, no. Nah, I just I hate being sick. Uh, so something else I want to talk about. And it's something that someone else brought up in our Discord server. So it is Halloween, right? <clears throat> yeah. It's spooky Yugi season. It's spooky Yugi spooky season. Yugi. Um, spooky Yugi day. Not even it is. It's, it, it is the spookiest day of the spookiest month. We share everything. That that's what I hear. Uh, um, so I want to ask you guys: What is your favorite Halloween candy? And do you have any good Halloween stories? No, I don't really have any good Halloween stories. <laughs> like, I feel like I only celebrated Halloween as a kid. <clears throat> um, my favorite candy used to be Babe Ruth's. Um, I would kill people for those. I would probably still kill people for less. It's my father's <laughs> favorite candy, too. Yeah, Babe Roofs are really good. Um, then I had a Snickers phase. I'm really into Paydays now, though. Oh, Paydays are awesome, though. What's Payday? So, it's just um, like... Imagine peanuts, right? But okay. surrounded by chewy goodness. Yeah, so there's, like, caramel nougat at the center. Okay. And then... I mean, that's it. There's caramel nougat at the center. It's surrounded by peanuts. peanuts. Yeah, salted nuts. It's it's a weird, salty, sweet, like, confectionery. Mm. Uh, I really like it. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go with the, the goat, like, literally the greatest candy of all time, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm. No, there, no, this you, no, all, no, no, hmm, no, 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 there's no better it's combination than, than chocolate and peanut butter. No, no, no. And... Oh, my God. No, I will not have this, no. I will like... say, one one story I do have from back in the day that also involves Halloween candy. When I was growing up, 
there was a woman in the neighborhood I grew up in every okay. single year that would give out like the full size, like four Reese's, like full size Reese's cups, the king size ones every year. And like, she'd have a box full of this stuff that she would give out. So one year I actually got three different costumes and went to her house three different times to get the <laughs> Yikes, Reese's. Wow. What a piece what of shit. Fuck? This lady was trying to, she probably recognized you each and every time too. You thought you were slick. Probably. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, question oh. it. I was like seven years old. I didn't question this shit. Yeah. I hope <laughs> to become the house that, uh, gives out the big bars of candy one day <laughs> listen if, if you are if you are someone who gives out the big king size candy bars on halloween bless you <laughs> you yeah. you are literally too good for this world kids will remember that for like the rest of their life clearly i'm remembering it. i'm 31 years old yeah i kind of i don't have any stories like that I, I don't remember getting any like king size candy bars um I don't have a lot of good Halloween stories at all. I don't have any. The one story I always questioned was when I was growing up, and of course this is going to really date me. Um, like every time you date yourself. Yeah, yeah right. Like every time you speak, you just date yourself. I, We were always told growing up that when we go out for Halloween candy, you know, we always got to have our parents check it because there might be drugs in there. And as I've grown up, I, I always think to myself, drugs are expensive. Who the fuck is giving them out to kids on Halloween? I want to meet these people. Uh, that's actually all part of the D.A.R.E. program and um, basically a bunch of bullshit. I know, like, but, yeah, like, you... think about it. Like, logically, it doesn't make sense. Drugs are expensive, and people make them to sell them. Like, who's going to give it out for free on Halloween to kids? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think what happened was, to get this whole thing started, I, I know this started with D.A.R.E., but I think something actually happened one time where someone yeah. just mixed up Halloween candy with, like, actual drugs. Oh, my God. He doesn't know what dare is. Oh god! No, I don't. Oh, what this is guy that? doesn't know what dare is. It's all right. So first of all, um, what I think was that <laughs> I don't think it was just the product of the dare program. I think it was that parents would say that so that way they could have an excuse to root through their kids' candy and you know, take the what they wanted. Like as an older brother, I did the older brother tax too. Like <laughs> I took <clears throat> my younger siblings to trick-or-treat and then i'd take my tax <laughs> like mm. well i had to trick-or-treat with you so i gotta make sure they're not poisoned like <laughs> I, I feel like it's a, actually a product of that not actually the dare program that made people do this mm. so natai to answer your question what the dare program was was in the 90s uh they had this narc program called dare like drugs are really bad or some shit I don't yeah so that. yeah it was like they would send an actual police officer to every school and they'd give like they'd spend an entire day giving classes they would tell you all about the drug of course you're like like six or seven years old when this happened it's like you never had any thought of drugs and then they talk about it, it's like wow that sounds cool i gotta try this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a narc program started in the 90s 80s by yeah late late 80s Kaufman. early 90s to narc on your parents like that's entire pro program it's to just hey kids if you see your parents doing drugs let us know because you know drugs are bad okay it's a failed <laughs> war on drugs is what it was yeah and the thing is like they would tell this to kids at an age where they'd never even thought of drugs before and they made drugs sound so cool so rough <laughs> I wouldn't say they made drugs sound cool they just made everything like 
oh man like you ever seen that fucking ad um you wouldn't download a car yeah you would, it's you so would. the fucking you it crowd the it crowd fucking, it's uh, such a good it's so good <laughs> you wouldn't steal a woman's purse and then shit in it and send it back to her one of my favorite videos one of my favorite videos ever is Nike Jakey talking about piracy and he started started it out with like, You wouldn't download a fucking car now, would you? <laughs> oh god. No, you're yeah, right, they don't they don't do like Dare that. anymore, Classy Ulysses. They realized it was a shitty program. Uh, at least someone wants to say, Alex, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Alex, fuck you indeed. Uh, there was a house that had that had some college kids who used to give out full size canyons. Yeah, like bless people that did that. There was a house or two giving money instead of candy. Wow, okay. Fucking money bags over here. Giving out ten dollars. <laughs> giving out ten dollar oh. bills to kids. Jesus. Wow. I now there was there was a house in my neighborhood that used to give out rolls of pennies, but it was a dollar's worth of pennies. My god, John, what is this map? <laughs> it's corridor. <laughs> it's it, it's it's the SCP Foundation. I hate it. Um yeah, yeah, they they don't do dare anymore, as far as I know. Um, it was really a failure of a program. That's funny. Um, what do they do in Israel to tell you not to do drugs? Because clearly it didn't work not. with you. <laughs> the idea okay, sure. shows up and gives you drugs. Do this and we'll fucking kill you. <laughs> the Mossad, the Mossad shows up and shows you a bag of cocaine. You say, "You see this." will fucking like, kill you and your family if we ever see you with this. I don't remember anything, like, super wild about it, except for, like, some people, like, they'll bring in people who, like, talk about, like, yeah, just don't do drugs. And I think there was more of a push against cigarettes, actually, mm. as far as I can remember. Because I remember D those, like, talks more vividly, because, you know, they would show you all the really grotesque sort of stuff that it can do to your... These are what your lungs look like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know there's I always there's always more. been a push here in the U.S. for like ever since I can remember to actually put pictures on packages of cigarettes of like cancerous lungs. Mm -hmm. And every time they 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 try to get it done, something always happens, and they're like, "No, nah, we're not doing this." That's not going to deter anyone from smoking, to be honest. Like. People are gonna do stuff when they, because they want to do stuff. Like you can't just a scary image of black and lung isn't. Listen, I had someone come in, like in my middle school, right, and okay. they they had like a blackened lung, because they put a uh, it was pig lungs. So what they did was they oh. took a pig lung and they artificially made it smoke and inhale smoke, like packs and packs of cigarettes to Poor simulate what it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is that legal? <laughs> dude. In the U.S., it's crazy. Like education system and the programs that they run, it's nuts. That's so, so fucked up. Okay. Um, yeah. So what they did was they. Oh, hey, Natai. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did was there was this program where these people went around and they had a blackened pig lung, and what they did was they pumped it full of like, however many years, like ten or fifteen years worth of damage, to your lungs into pig lungs, so that way you could actually see. This is legit what would happen if you smoked for 10 years to lungs, right? And it was gross as shit. It smelled so terrible because they had – um, what's that fucking thing that they use for embalming? Embalming fluid, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what do they use yeah, for embalming fluid? Oh, what, embalming fluid. <laughs> what do they use for embalming? Embalming fluid. 
It's but, almost like the English yeah. language has these tricks you can use, John. <laughs> what is it in English, Alex? This fluid that you use for embalming. You mean embalming fluid? <laughs> yeah, that thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so it smelled like embalming fluid, so it smelled nasty. But it was super gross to look at, and I still think about it. Like you know, Here I am, fucking 20 years later, thinking about, yeah, I still remember what it looked like. Uh, guess who smoked for 10 years? Me. <laughs> oh, shit. Did? It did a really good job, oh, didn't yeah. it, John? Actually, I, I think I started smoking when I was 17. And um, when did I stop smoking? I started vaping at some point instead for, like, let's see, 2017. Okay, I smoked for, like, seven years, and I vaped for, like, two years. But the mm. point is, I still did it. And I, I still remember that, and... If you're gonna, if people are gonna smoke, if people are gonna drink, you know, just like people, when people want to do drugs, they're gonna do it, man. It yeah. doesn't matter how much you try to prevent them from doing it. If people want to do it, they're gonna do it. Obviously, you know, we shouldn't just leave needles with heroin laying around so people can just shoot up whatever. Uh, but please tell the people, people in Florida that, John. <laughs> well, people, it's, it's Florida, dude. I can, there's a lot. There's only so there's much you can lot. be expected to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I haven't tried drugs. Well, classy, this is don't do drugs. Well, do drugs if you want. I don't care. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. Yeah, like, listen, people are going to do what they want. And sometimes you need to make bad choices in life to kind of just start making better choices. (laughs) Especially in Kissimmee. You are absolutely right. I was in Kissimmee two days ago, and it it was an experience. Um. Yeah, that whole topic is kind of weird because, like, obviously, some things are not good for you. But if you're just gonna go ham on people, like, oh, don't do that. Obviously, it's just it's not gonna deter anyone. It's like that thing. People always want to do what they're told not to, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Did you check a grenade at yourself there? He did. Nice. I meant to hit the melee button. <laughs> Scrub. All right, so the Listen. last thing I want to talk about is actually anime-related. So it was recently announced that Disney kind of wants to start licensing anime, and I think it was met with a collective boo. Boo, this well, yeah, is bad. Boo. <laughs> well, like, I mean, boo. Do you want the biggest biz- media conglomerate on the planet to own even more of it? Yeah, right. Well, Listen, look at what they did to Star Wars. I'm told what they did to Star Wars, unacceptable. They literally were Hitler or something. I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm making shit up, honestly speaking. I don't understand what's so bad about Disney owning stuff, but that's why. Because Disney bad. Disney bad. Talk about Natai's farm escapades. I'm sure we will. Bad. You had the entire yesterday's stream for that. Disney bad. (laughs) I hate you so much. Uh, Yeah, like, I, I don't know. See, the thing is, like, we're already at a point where I think we have too many streaming services licensing anime. Like, we have Crunchyroll and Funimation, which are now one company, um, which we still don't know exactly how that's going to play out just yet. We're still kind of waiting on that. <clears throat> we have High Dive. We have, um, what, Netflix. We have uh, Amazon, which is sort of licensing anime still, kind of. Remember Anime Strike? Yeah. I'd like to forget <laughs> that. Um, that was funny. What else do we got? That, I mean, obviously we're going to have Disney Plus anime. now. So that's six That's six different streaming services just that say they want to license wait, wait, anime. What, what's Anime Strike? Is that the, you don't that, remember? That's the one that, that Amazon had for a while that was behind the double paywall. 
Oh, the double paywall, yeah. Yeah, that was so okay. much fun. Yeah, that was a shit show right from the start. Wow, double kill. Thanks, uh, John. So yeah, yeah, I I think it was just met with a collective boo, and I kind of just agree. Like, I think Disney Plus is an okay streaming platform, more or less, but it's just another streaming platform that you got to sign up for to get anime. Yeah. I'll never forgive Disney for The Last Jedi. You and me both, pal. Oh, I'm going. The I'm worst going movie ever made. Yeah, see, this is why I don't want to get into, like, into yeah. Star Wars. Everyone, see, everyone see, has a fucking exactly. opinion about it. Like, who cares? About Star Wars, John. It's like, it was fun. Like, I had fun and just enjoying it. And now, every time I talk about Star Wars, this is what I get. I'm like, I'm just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, like I'm, I'm told constantly that there's this and that about this Star Wars. Oh, I can't believe they did this and that. I'm just like, I don't, I why can't I just enjoy watching stuff, man? Come on. Jacks made me not want to talk about that, like about this Star Wars. I mean, I don't want to talk about me either, to be honest. <laughs> next is going to be the WWE Network. Yeah, the WWE licensing anime. That'll be next. Oh, that'll be so funny. Yeah, I'd watch it. <laughs> All right. I mean, Vince McMahon is an anime character, let's be honest. <laughs> See, people people keep saying that, that it's going to be Disney making Disney-ish anime. I don't necessarily think they're looking to make anime. They just want to license anime for their streaming platform. Which, I mean, if they're just going to license it, I mean, fair enough, whatever. It's just another streaming platform you're going to have to sign up for if you want to see the most amount of anime every season. Yeah, that's, 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 that's my problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, um... Maybe Disney can learn some storytelling from WWE. I mean, <laughs> I think you'd rather have them learn from AEW, from what I hear. AEW is great. They're doing. Oh, great from stuff. anime, yeah. The WWE could learn a thing or two about storytelling from anime for sure. HBO Wait, Max usually gets um... some license. HBO Max, from what I understand, does license the Ghibli films. Do they not? I mean, they are also thought, on Netflix, see, right? I thought that Disney licensed the Ghibli films. And that's I know like, Disney distributes the, Dis the Ghibli films, but I don't know if they licensed all of them for their streaming platform. I can't believe that's your entire strategy, John. God damn it. Got to use your radar, bro. <laughs> to be honest, it's because I, I hate going through these corridors. I don't, I don't know why. I, I hate this them. map. Why would you pick this? <laughs> Bring back four kids dubs, please. Yes. I will. Mur Who said that? Murder your them. girlfriend. Murder her. There, there was a there was a lost art to, to four kids dubs. There really was. It it was a special kind of hell. It really was. I, I love looking at how they uh like the onigiri that fell down the hill right in Pokemon. Mm, how they changed yeah. that to be like a a donut or something. Yeah, a, a jelly filled <laughs> donut. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, eating sandwiches instead of onigiri. <laughs> like, that's so innocuous. Like, I never would have fucking noticed. The thing that, that, al the thing that always got like me was thing. in in the original, um, like, localizations. This isn't for kids, but the original localizations for the Ace Attorney video games, they, they, they retconned they or whatever. ramen to the, burgers. To yeah. burgers. And they're clearly eating ramen out of a fucking bowl. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you have a link of that. I'd love to see I mean, that. I probably can find one. I don't have one handy, but I can show you after we're done here. But yeah, like that always just befuddled me greatly because like they're they're clearly eating ramen out of a bowl with chopsticks, mind you. And they're like, yeah, these burgers are tasty. 
yeah localization stuff is super weird i do love how in the um in the english dub for the ace attorney anime that aired a couple years ago they actually put an in joke with that in there like they <laughs> they called it um uh what was it what was the phrase they used burger burger miso burger <laughs> the burger miso when they were eating the ramen at the ramen shop it's like burger miso? this burger miso is really tasty I don't know, ham, like cheeseburger flavored miso ramen, which actually does kind of sound uh, pretty tasty. No, ew, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't think. Maybe oh you could wipe Natai in Halo, but try stepping up to him in Code Simulator. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> says maybe you can wipe Natai in Halo, but try stepping up to him on Code Simulator. <laughs> oh, I hate this so much. Why am I even bothering showing up for these streams anymore? But anyway, I yeah, I just want I wanted to bring joke, up the fact that okay. I wanted to bring up the fact that Disney wanted to license anime the and joke. I just think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Mm. I feel not like, I don't know if it's a terrible idea. idea, it's just like depressing because like oh hooray, okay, another so license. My, my entire like deal that. here is that if they license anime, are they gonna actually pay their animators? Like the people who make nah. it? No. Probably not. So like it's overall it's probably a net bad thing but then it's like well because disney owns it they probably push it more successfully on their platform there's a lot really? more nuance to it you know yeah um, overall though the yeah. Thing that, but the, will they pick like it's i th whatever shows will they pick though because it is disney so I, how much of like and anime sensibilities will these shows I, I will say have, I one thing one thing we very rarely talk about on the podcast is there is a fair amount every season of anime aimed squarely at kids that comes out and very few streaming services outside of Japan pick them up to license them and maybe if Disney does that then maybe it will be a good thing because there'll be more of this anime that's actually aimed at kids that gets put out in the west well like Disney XD I think it's XD <clears throat> Disney Junior whatever Disney's premiere show into kids they already do yokai watch like a lot yokai watch is pretty fucking popular mm, yeah so i feel like the success of yokai watch is probably what drove them to be like hmm, maybe we can make even more money yeah but i, I think if, the, if they do stuff like that i mean more power to them i guess because it's this anime that very rarely gets licensed outside of japan that's finally getting licensed um and seen so, I mean, I guess that that's whatever. I mean, I, I'm not going to go out and, and search out anime aimed at, like, five-year-olds, but I'm, I'm sure there's a market for it. <laughs> mm. I was fucking like, when is Natai going to come through so I can burn him? <laughs> uh, so Natai's having a bad time, yeah. Uh, I hate yeah. it here. I fucking hate it here. Put Doraemon on Disney Plus, cowards. I mean, Doraemon does. It seems like it'd be kind of at home on Disney Plus. Yeah, but then it's because that is one of those kids shows. Like, he's got a gadget for that. Yeah. Uh, Disney Attack on Titan. Aaron is the Titan. Mikasa is the princess. No gore, more oh, romance. Hey. Uh, I regret. See, like, really you'll never see something more. like Kill a Kill on Disney+, Plus, and that's fine. Like, I don't... I, that, I yeah, like, that. I, I feel like that would not... Obviously, they shouldn't be licensing any anime yeah. and just throwing it on their platform, but... Mm. Although it know, would be man. pretty funny. 
yeah between between yokai watch and star wars visions disney saw dollar signs i probably yeah we know how successful star wars visions was uh, I mean, it's. I don't think it's been out long enough to really determine it. I mean, it hasn't even been out a full month at this point. I don't think. Feels like it has. Um, maybe it's just at a month. I don't know. It's just. I think it's a little too early to tell. I feel like a lot of people were talking about it, so I feel like it did relatively well. Um. I don't know. I guess it depends on what Disney thinks is is good. I don't know what Disney would consider good numbers. But anyway, making profit hand over fist. Yeah, well, they're making profit with Disney Plus. I can tell you that. What about Corey in the House? Corey in the House should be an Corey in the House is an anime masterpiece. What are you talking about? Uh, What a bad meme. Uh, (laughs) All right, so (laughs) moving on, John, you got to go see Dune. How was it? Yo, yo, the new Dune was fucking lit. (laughs) Yeah. I so, um, don't get me wrong. I'm actually a fan of the original Dune, right? You mean um, the one from the eighties? Yeah, the old one that's super oh, wow. terrible that, that people who read the book hate. Yeah. So, here's the thing: Old Dune, what it did right was amazing. Uh, what wasn't amazing about Old Dune movie? The story, because they wrapped up the entire book in a movie. <laughs> like it was supposed yeah. to be originally, it was supposed to be David Lynch was wanted it to be a three hour film. And then they cut it to, like, two hours. So you think about it like that. Like, it originally was supposed to be three hours, and it covers an entire book. And then they cut it down to, like, two hours. Of course, it's going to be fucking terrible. The mm-hmm. plot made no sense. But you know what was really cool? The fight scenes. The epic scenes, you know? Like, again, Old Dune, what it does well, it does excellent. And it became a cult classic for a reason. Uh, it, it, it's super pissed for at box office. New Dune, it's, like, two... Yeah, two and a half hours, and Ooh. it covers, like, the first act of the book. It covers it the is. first, like, roughly third of the novel from what I under the original novel from what I understand. That's a, yeah, because a... um, Villeneuve, Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Villeneuve, the uh, director wants to do it in three parts. I'm not sure if he's going to get three parts, but uh, part two was greenlit. So yeah, it's re- very yeah, recently it's been confirmed. Did the, the, the um, uh, Blade Runner sequel? Sickle yeah, Blade? Blade Runner 2049. Yes, he is mm. same same director, yes. Huh. So, he's not a bad director at all. Like I I'm looking forward to Dune Part 2 quite a lot and I, I <laughs> Dune Part 1 was slow at the very beginning, um but it's a lot of setup and there are a lot of unexplained things that you don't understand, but as a fan of the series, if you know what's happening, like it's cool to see it happen mm. on in theater. Like it, that's kind of uh, one of Dune's weaknesses. Like it's kind of a movie made for the people who read the books, or at least know what. Like I've seen the original Dune. Uh, as a standalone, it's pretty boring for the first thirty minutes. You might check out, but after that, is it boring or is it slow? It's, well, it's very slowly slow. paced, from what I hear. The first like half hour or so. I'm I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, but again, that's because there's a lot that you need to know about. There's a lot of setup before everything happens, man. Come on. It's not all makes just sense. action. You don't walk yeah, into Dune sense. expecting, like, again, if your only exposure to Dune was the original Dune and you never read the books, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be pretty disappointed with the movie, the movie because you'll be like, oh, there was not that many action sequences. And it's like, yeah, it's true. There aren't a lot of action sequences in Dune. 
That's crazy, I know. Thank you. But I, I will say that I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm planning on seeing it sometime next week. Um, oh, I, tell me, tell me how you guys like it because I've read the books and I, I am a fucking fanatic of the of the Dune books. I'd love to see a Dune anime at some point because I think like anime would be a perfect medium for Dune. Um, but all, right, I wanted, so all I wanted, all I wanted when this, I know I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna regret saying this, right? But if Dune got an anime. I would definitely think Trigger would be a great studio to make that. Oh, me too, though. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I know. I hate Trigger. I hate saying that. I hate the fact that I thought, you know who would be a great studio for Dune? Friggin' Trigger. I hate that. I fucking hate that idea. But yeah. because of how Dune, the story goes and stuff, I definitely think uh, they would do a, be a great st- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry about the. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh my god! No, you're you're that right though, John. Like, like Trigger, I think would be a great studio to to handle a Dune anime adaptation. But when when this movie was first announced, my only thought, my only thought as a fan of the Dune novels was, please, please be good. I I don't just please. Yeah, everyone was thinking that because it, you know, it's been like what forty years since uh the last iteration, and the original movie was bad. By source material standards they change a lot of stuff to make it fit to the big screen again a three-hour run cut down to two yeah there's a lot wrong with it yeah is that unitai um what are you talking about (laughs) um (laughs) so i i will i do want to ask you john since you have seen it um is the soundtrack as god tier as everyone is saying uh i honestly han zimmer does a fantastic job the goat however I would say that it's not his best work. It really? is good. I like the soundtrack. It is good. It's it's classic Hans Zimmer. However, if we're talking like scoring and like, the, I I prefer um, scoring in other like, in Interstellar. I liked it more. <laughs> it was a lot more epic. Good. Um, yeah. I I say that because a lot of people are praising the the score for it, and that Hans Zimmer himself has said that his lifelong dream has been to score a Dune movie. And he oh, finally got that. to accomplish his goal. That's so nice. He's composing something he's invested in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's good. <laughs> but I honestly, I like the scoring for Interstellar more because it's more. Interstellar was wild. Yeah. That was a weird movie. But Hans, I, I, and Hans Zimmer is apparently coming back to score part two. So the goat is back. Um, hopefully we'll get more great music from him as well for that. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like I said, I'm seeing it. I'm planning on seeing it sometime next week. Um, and I, it it just looks fantastic from everything that I've seen. Like just cinematography, the cinematography just looks beautiful. I'm really looking forward to watching it as well. I haven't read the novel, mm. um, especially like I'm really like I'm really looking forward to like going in as blind as possible to the movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, the cinematography really in Dune cool. is beautiful. Best way to watch Dune is in theaters. I, it seems like something you'd want to watch in theaters just based on how it looks. Um, a lot um, of explaining and lots of build. Yeah, again, yeah, people are saying that it's a lot of exposition and stuff. Like, it's the first third of the book, so, I mean, don't expect makes sense. wonders going. When is the eight-hour trippy animated Dune movie from the 60s? God, imagine Dune just on drugs. That'd be fucking awesome, probably. Dude. 
dude. Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, oh shit! There you are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just happy that it number one that it, it seems like it was good enough to get a sequel and to that we are getting a sequel and we're finally gonna get what looks to be a proper theatrical presentation of of Dune. Yeah, <coughs> I, I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, I, it's good. Just go watch it, guys. Just just go watch Dune in the theaters. Mm. Don't support won't be a good movie. I was really concerned because I saw online that i think it only made 40 million dollars its opening weekend and i'm thinking oh god domestic yeah domestically oh international already uh it made like 120 out of the 160 budget so yeah but i'm I'm looking at it domestically because obviously the domestic numbers come out first and i was thinking to myself oh no oh no oh but then so the international market already is basically made up for itself and you got to think about like look at the timing you know it's like you know COVID's still going on yeah we have a lot of other problems and i don't know i know that dune is also on hbo mac so you can watch it on there yeah they they have it on there for like two weeks i think i'm not sure if they count the hbo max towards the um i wouldn't think like i wouldn't think they do but maybe they're not entirely sure how they're breaking up the revenue I just saw that it, 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 it in its opening weekend domestically it said it made forty million and that was before the international numbers came out and I just thought to myself oh no uh, uh, oh no <laughs> this is not good I think because of word of mouth and stuff I think uh, it'll definitely do a lot more a lot mm. better it'll definitely get a lot more popular I hope I hope I I do hope that they this end up ends up becoming a trilogy because I feel like as a trilogy you could tell the story properly. I hope it's not just two bo- uh, two movies, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Again, he wants it to be a trilogy, and I I I hope it's a trilogy. So yeah, Dune was supposed. I know to a lot come... of people will think like it's gonna be it's too long of a movie. To them, I say fuck you. Yeah, fuck the naysayers. <laughs> uh, Dune was supposed to be. Co- I, I I think you're su- trying to say that Dune was supposed to come out a couple of months ago. It was originally supposed to come out last year, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, but you know this thing called COVID happened, um, kind of fucked the everyone's virus. plans up. Um, so, John, do you want to talk about yeah the, the the unspecified virus from an unspecified location? Um, so, John, you want to talk about horror movies? I mean, we kind of covered it a little bit with the whole um, Uzumaki and whatnot, but hmm. I was thinking about because you know it's Halloween, spooky day. It is. So I was thinking about what is a good horror movie I should watch this year? Like, I've seen all the classics, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen Scream, and oh my god, they're making a new Scream, right? Yeah, they There's are. A, a, yeah. I saw a trailer for that in theaters, and like, it's like, is it a copycat? Is it a ghost? Like, I remember the original killer in Scream, and I was like, wait, what? Is Like, is it because of Dead by Daylight, his glow up in Dead by Daylight, like, <laughs> Scream is becoming a thing again? I don't understand, but... Wait, there's an actual story behind the Scream killer? Kind of, not really. Like Dune is going to be on HBO Max for one month and has so far got 1.9 million views. Okay, okay. If yeah, that if that's see. true, then that actually sounds really good. I have no doubts in my mind that Dune is going to do well because, like I said, it, the theatrical release was it, it was very epic, and I hope it ends up being an epic trilogy. Hmm. Fuck yeah. But anyway, horror. Yeah. Movies. So yeah. So I was thinking about what horror movie should I. Uh, 
should I watch? My coworker, she was asking me like, oh, we should watch a horror movie. What should we watch? What do you recommend? Because you know, I love horror stuff. I love horror movies, mm-hmm. uh, spooky oogie ghosts, whatnot. I don't, I don't know what is my um, obsession with horror. I just really like it. Show loves but, horror too. Yeah. So she was asking me what should should we watch for uh, Halloween, and I was like, oh shit. Um, I don't really have any good recommendations because new stuff is pretty bad. Like, I, I can recommend all the classics, but other than classics, like, if you've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street, you need to watch it. If you've never seen um, Friday the 13th, well, you need to watch it. If, like, if you're like, you haven't watched almost any horror movies, you're looking for something to get into it, what would you yeah. recommend? So it would depend on what you're, you're feeling. Like, um, I, I think Midsommar was a really good film. I also thought um, Hereditary was a really good film as well. I really like that one. And those are new. So those are what I would recommend. It's the same director, right? Yes. Mm. (laughs) So I'd recommend getting into those if you wanted to get into, like, horror, but it's new horror. So it's, like, good sound effect, good sound design, stuff like that. Because a lot of the old horror is really, (laughs) as much as I like it, like, Juwan, you know, The Grudge Part 1. Um, or the grudge, the first one. Uh, that's the American name, but in Japanese it's called Juwan. Yeah, no, the ring is different. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Get out of here. The ring was yep. shot here in Washington, actually. Uh, but yeah, so for Juwan, um, it's very old. It's like early two thousands, I want to say, and. Traditionally, it's nothing like American horror. American horror, I don't like a lot because there's a lot of sound cues and it's really visceral. And that's the scary thing about American horror. It's visceral. Like, I like constant creep and, like, I where's the ghost? You don't know where the ghost is, you know? Like, I don't like jump scares too much because jump scares are cheap. Like, uh, I'm trying to remember. There's that stupid one where it's, like, they clap and there's, like, a... It's it's clapping. It's about clapping or something. It was really stupid. What? I hated it. Yeah. You said clapping like a, or clacking? Clapping. Oh, clapping. So, like, this, it's about this family that moves into this house that's haunted, and <laughs> when they play hide-and-go-seek, they hide-and-go-clap, and the ghost claps back, and that's in the trailer, and that's, like, the scariest moment. But that one has a uh, a jump cut, a jump scare at the very, like, at the in the basement. Like, I called it 100%, and I hated it because I knew it was going to come. And just American horror in general has, like, it's very formulaic. And mm. that's why I don't like it. Um, Juon, the original grudge, is not formulaic, uh, not American formulaic, so it's great. Mm. Uh, there's not a scoring where you hear, like, the, the thrilling violins playing, so then you know something scary is supposed to happen. And there's just a lot of silence, and just creepy shit happens in the background. And when you rewatch it, you find more creepy shit that you didn't fucking notice. Like, holy fuck, that thing moved in the background. I didn't even know. Like, that's what I like about it. Oh, God. Ah, oh, the tie, no! Oh, we found ah. you, bitch. Nice. Fair enough. I mean, <clears throat> I've never... I won't say I'm a huge fan of horror. I, I like psychological horror, but so few people make any kind of good psychological horror these days anyway. Like it's all it's all based on, like like John said it's very formulaic it's all based on things like jump scares and uh, it, it's not scary because like yeah you can kind of jump from a jump scare like which is what you're supposed to do 
but it doesn't when the movie's over you don't remember the jump scares like yeah, but with psychological horror you remember that creepy factor jump scares aren't scary because they're um scary just they're just loud and annoying and obnoxious yeah, yeah there's nothing they, clever like, about it if anyone comes up to me when i'm not expecting it and screams in my ear i'm gonna fucking jump yeah that's just that's just how it is to be human <laughs> yeah but i don't Ooh. think anyone i don't think anyone would not jump with something like that but it just doesn't and so much american horror these days is based around that and it's like it's been done to death give me something else yeah which is why again i like midsummer and hereditary because <clears throat> it's it doesn't have stuff like that. It it has some elements of it, sure, but like again, it's it's about the creep, you know how? Yeah. If I feel like there's something over my shoulder the entire time I'm fucking watching something and the hairs on the back of my neck are raised the entire time, you're doing a good fucking job at making me scared. For sure. For sure. Like having that type of dread. Oh my god, nice night. Nice. Have, Thank you. Having that type <laughs> of dread just follow you throughout the entire film is what I'm looking for. Mm. And I, it's hard to think of a lot of movies that do that to me. Like again, I, obviously there's Juan, The Grudge, and Hereditary Midsummer, but other than that, like the other classic, like the only stuff that uh, I would consider classic horror, they're only good for certain aspects. Um, mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, I really liked Freddy Krueger's design, like the whole, like he gets you in your dreams and like it's fucking bloody and visceral, right? Like that's one of the reasons that it actually does really well because it's so there's that where he um who, i think it's johnny depp that lays in the bed that gets like it turns into a blender yeah and, like blood shoots up in the, yeah dude it's like it's nuts it's like i don't normally like gore stuff but that nightmare on elm street because of how because it's supposed to be in dreams so like the crazy death seat and stuff or even like it's cranked up to 11 and and that's kind of the appeal Mm. but compared to that comparatively uh i event horizon is a really good one that i liked but oh event horizon one... is like that's like a, a a lost treasure i think though like people never event... talk about that but it's so good well because event horizon uh the weakest point of it would be the fact that there's no big bad monster right mm. like a lot of horror films do well because they have some big bad monster or some crazy story about ghosts like there's a gimmick to it. There, there's yeah. a reason why people still like, uh, what's that fucking, oh my God, I don't remember what, the fucking over the shoulder found footage. One. Blair Witch Project? Blair Witch. Not Blair Witch, but yes, Blair Witch was very popular because it was found footage. It was like, I think it was the first one that did found footage horror. It was, it was like, if it wasn't the first, it was certainly one of the first. It was the first big one, that's for sure. So I remember I when like, Blair Witch um, came out, and, like, that thing was huge. Yeah. Like, prior to this, the best horror movie would have been uh, The Exorcist, right? The Exorcist was something that people, when they saw it in the fucking 50s in, in theaters, they oh, were like, shit, shit. Yeah, they, everyone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Uh, uh. And I watched the original <laughs> Exorcist, and it is pretty creepy. Like, it's crazy. Like, the whole uh, fucking the, the throw-up scene with the uh, in the bed and the head twisting. Like, it's yeah. got some crazy moments in it. and All practical but, you know, effects would still look pretty good today. Yeah, that's why it looks great, because it was all practical effects. And it's scary because no one captured demon-like possession so well 
Like that's what mm. that's kind of the go-to for like when a demon possession happens. Yeah. Everyone thinks of this. Everyone's gonna base it off of this. This is something that scared people. Like, scared your parents. Mm-hmm. Scared your grandparents. So there's that. But prior to that, there's not really a lot <laughs> I could say that a lot of these movies can get right anymore. Um, Any John Carpenter movie? Okay, John Carpenter did have some good, like The Thing. I love the original John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter is a great film director. Uh, they I live. I agree. Yeah. But what makes these good, though, is the rememberable things. Like, in It, you know what made me remember It? The fucking It monster. You know, when it attacks him and the and the uh, the basin thing comes out, you mm-hmm. know? Like that, the animatronic for that, that scared the shit out of me. It's I still remember it vividly. I love that. Right? Yeah. And for um, other instances, there's either a crazy monster like Aliens, you could argue is a uh, horror film. Predator 1, I could you could argue is a horror film. I don't mm. really think it is. Aliens is really good, though. Yeah, Aliens is really good because Sigourney Weaver is a great actress. Uh, You're going to be mad at me? You're going to be super mad at me. You've never seen Aliens, have you? Not yet. Wow. Oh, my God, dude. But what made Aliens really good, other than the fact that Sigourney Weaver was a great um, actor for Ridley? uh, Was the puppeteering for the alien, right? Yeah, the fact that the Xenomorph costume, the suit, was so crazy good. Mm-hmm. Like it was so realistic looking, and the fact that it moved how it did, it, be, it felt great. And these movies have something memorable. So then you get into this whole bucket of like American formulaic horror, where it's like, what's memorable about it? It's about a demon, ghost, whatever, haunted something. There's nothing really memorable about it. It's all kind of just blah. It all blends together, and there's not much that I could really recommend. Like I guess Pet Cemetery is a really good one because, um, you know, dead pets coming back to life. But that's like the trope of uh, ancient Indian burial ground. The Stephen that, King novel, um, by the way. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. But uh, what's the other one? Poltergeist. Mm, Poltergeist, Poltergeist is a. They're classic... here. <laughs> yeah, and why is Poltergeist good? Uh, it's not honestly speaking. Poltergeist isn't that great. Uh, the effects are cheesy, and the only thing scary about Poltergeist is the. <laughs> I-, I would say the the. De- the dead bodies at the uh, is it at the end? It's near. They have the like end. actual like skeletons and stuff that they use, and there's a whole bunch of cursed lore to go with Poltergeist. But uh, that's the scariest part, like when the house is like lifted up and doing mm. all that crazy shit. And I do remember watching the Poltergeist remake, which I did not like, uh, unsurprisingly, because I don't know, I'm a practical effects guy. That's why. I'm biased. I like, like how people always, people like, are just so naming fun. horror movies in the chat now. Uh, speaking of Event Horizon, uh, In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness is is good. Um, Evil Dead. Yeah, I love Evil Dead, <laughs> but I can't say that I think it's a good horror movie. I just I view it Evil as Evil Dead a, is not a horror movie. It's, it's a, a horror comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Evil Dead. Me, right? Shop that- shop smart shop s smart. <laughs> yeah, like. There's not a lot that I would say. I, I could definitely make a top, like, 25 list. <laughs> and those would be my go-to horror movies for the rest of my life. <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust is the first lost footage. Okay, yeah, I, I thought so, but I wasn't 100% sure. And that came out in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, if I remember correct. But it had a lot of controversy behind it, too, because I think they were actually, like, legitimately abusing animals in the making of the movie. Shit. So, um. Cabin in the Woods, Creep Show, Trick or Treat, 
The mi- fuck off with the mist. The mist sucks. Oh, yeah. I hate the, the mist. mist. Sucks. But um, what's so bad about it? I, I one thing I love about the mist, however, is that um, the the guy who created Attack on Titan, what's his name, Isayama. Uh, said that he really wanted Attack on Titan to originally end the same way the Mist did. Shut up. And I'm thinking, yeah, I guess if you take your cues from well. shitty writing, you're gonna be uh, a shitty writer. <laughs> he did that pretty well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I, I don't hate to say that. I. <coughs> everyone knows my opinion on Attack on Titan. I hated it. I hated how it ended. The Void is, is a movie like, I have never actually seen. Um, but I don't know. People have told me I've heard mixed things about it. Some people say it's good. People say it's bad. What movie? Uh, The Void. Oh, I haven't seen that. I don't know what that is. But uh, yeah, Cabin in the Woods is great because these aren't purely horror films, though. These aren't mm. ones that you watch that scare you. You watch <laughs> Cabin in the Woods because you've seen so much horror that it's funny and refreshing that they're making fun of horror tropes. And like, I like, watch They Live not because I think it's it's creepy. I watch it because it's fun watching Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith David fight. What, what yeah. was so good about Kevin Into Woods? Because, like, again, I haven't watched it, but I remember people talking about, oh, it's a, it's a good horror movie. It's not necessarily a horror movie. So, right? see, that that's my problem with it. Kevin in the Woods is not a horror movie. It's a satirical horror movie. It's making fun of horror movies. It mm. has all the single tropes of a horror movie and that's the entire point of it it's making fun of horror movies because it's so formulaic that's the entire reason why we have cabin in the woods and how mm. it like um i don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it but it's it's a satire watched... it's essentially i view it as a satire of horror movies yeah it shows you how formulaic horror movies have become because that's the entire point of <clears throat> what they do and like the type of monsters and stuff that they're using mm. Like, it's hilarious. Mm. But if you're not a horror fan, I don't think you would like Cabin in the Woods because you wouldn't get a bunch of the jokes. I, I'm i not I'm not opposed to horror. I just haven't watched a whole lot of it that, like, grabbed me, right? Like, I, I want a good horror movie to watch something. John, since you're a practical effects person, you might like it, and it's Lovecraft inspired. I'm assuming you're talking about The Void. Um. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's something I've never seen either, and I'll I give anything a shot. Um, all right, well, let's move on because I only got about 30 minutes before I got to get out of here. Uh, okay, Natai, don't give Alec Baldwin yeah. a gun. Oh, my God. All right, so, so like, I don't feel qualified enough to talk about this, but I feel like all of us want to talk about it, so, like... It's wild, though. This whole story about insane. Alec Baldwin and the, the prop gun is so fucking wild. I'm, I'm, it's beyond insanity for me that it, this actually happened. Yeah. Um, I... So what was the story? So they were filming this movie called Rust, right? Yeah, so and... the, let, let's do a little bit of backstory here. So there's this movie being filmed called Rust. Apparently it's a Western that Alec Baldwin is not only acting in, but he is also one of the producers on this movie. Right. Um. And um, from what I have been able to determine, the entire like shooting of this movie has been a nightmare from beginning to end. Um, right. It's being shot largely on location, so they're constantly having to 
um, you know, ships, people, and equipment out onto these locations that they're shooting at. Um, for some mm-hmm. reason, and I, I haven't been able to determine exactly why, they haven't been allowing the crew to, like, because usually when you do shoots that are largely on locations, you usually bring a lot of trailers and stuff with you so your crew can, like, um, you know, stay near the shoot site. That way they're not having to drive hours out of their way to get to wherever you're shooting this movie. Or at least, you know, pay for them to stay at a hotel near where you're shooting the movie. Um, From what I've been able to determine, they haven't been doing that for this movie. So the crew has been forced to drive 50 plus miles for some of them out to this movie shoot. Every single day. I thought it was like 20 miles, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty far, but it's not too bad. I mean, some of them are probably closer than others, but I've heard that some people are having to drive upwards of 70 miles out to this this shoot every single day. Um, Anyway, oh, oh, you're falling. Um, I hate this map. So this this movie shoot sounds like it's absolute hell for everyone involved. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> there's just so many things wrong about the situation. Like, the more we learn about it, the more the more fucked up yeah. this is. And so this is even like the, the, <laughs> the, the like the the thing that sparked this whole discussion around this movie, right? No, no, no. So, yeah. so what happened? What what what? At least what's been said so far, and of course, this is still an evolving story. Things could change after this comes out. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching this after the fact, you know, go do your own research and see if anything else has come out about it. We... What happened? So, like, he, so Alec Baldwin handed, was handed, like, a gun. Well, no, bef- before a... that, before that even happened, so the crew okay. that they had hired, the actual, like, licensed, bonded, and unionized crew had been bringing up multiple times, the, the shoot is unsafe, we need to, like, take a break, we need to step back and, like, evaluate how we're doing this and maybe change a few things maybe change some personnel around and the producers on this movie again which alec baldwin is a producer on this movie uh, i don't know exactly how much input he had on this decision we're we're, we're constantly pushing them forward like no we got to keep doing this we got to keep doing this we got to get this movie done and so eventually the crew got tired of it and just they they went on strike and they just walked off um and so instead of doing the you know, mature, responsible thing and saying, well, maybe we need to actually do something about this and, you know, change what we're doing and get the people back. No, they just went and uh, hired a bunch of non-unionized, non-licensed prop workers and and cast behind the scenes to keep making the shoot go on. And so what set all this off was Alec Baldwin was allegedly handed a gun. He was told that it was a cold gun, which means that it's not, it's not supposed to be loaded. And Uh on movie shoots, you're supposed to be using, um, non live ammunition. So, you know, prop ammunition, ammunition, blanks. Um, and not only was the ammunition in the, there was ammunition in the gun. It was also live, like real ammunition that was in this gun. Um, yeah. Did you just say so, that like they were practicing before, like, like target Yeah, so that, that's something that came shooting? out after the fact. But what ended up happening was, I guess for a, a, a scene in this movie, Alec Baldwin's character that he's playing is supposed to be aiming the gun towards where the camera is and firing into the camera. It's for a shot, right? Well, obviously not knowing that it was a not, it was an actual live gun. Uh, he pulls the trigger and shoots and kills the director. One Wait, of the it, no, director of no, no, no. or not the director, the um, 
cameraman. The, the cameraman, yes, excuse me. The director also got hit, but I think uh, th- they were, like, just injured. Uh, severe injury, but still, not, not killed. Yeah, so... So now someone is dead because of this fucking just stupid Absolute shit Absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, Absolute. The first clusterfuck. thing I thought of, unfortunately, when I first heard of, like, there was a shooting on set, I was like, Brandon Lee, right, mm-hmm. on the set of The Crow. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I remember that like it was yesterday because uh, my dad is a huge Bruce Lee fan, so I yeah. know everything about, like, the stuff. What was, what was that movie, The Crow, right? Yeah, yeah The Crow. The Crow. So everyone and their mother has talked about uh, this Alec Baldwin thing, like cinematographer. Death, right? Yes, that's that's who got killed. The cinematographer. Yes. So, to for people who don't know, um, it's really hard to make a realistic gun that's not an actual gun. Yeah, you know, it's a lot cheaper and easier to do. Use a real gun with blanks. Yeah, like. That's one of the reasons why, like, why don't, why are they using real guns that can fire real guns, like real bullets? It's, why don't they use a dummy gun? It's like, because dummy guns look stupid. They don't look like real guns. Like, they won't fire the same. If you put a blank into a gun and you shoot, it looks exactly like a real fucking gun because it is a real fucking gun mm-hmm. that shoots bullets. <laughs> so that in and of itself is kind of just like a, a terrible thing you know it, yeah. it's indicative of the nature of shooting movies movies are very expensive to shoot they're very expensive to produce mm-hmm. it's yeah. just much cheaper to buy blanks and fucking use a real gun um blanks can still kill could, though like yeah and at point so blank range a blank can still kill yeah but that's what more about, handled like, by professionals well it's so stupid I mean, there were several. Like, there sounds like there were several points of failure in all of this. Number one, he was handed a gun, told it was a cold gun, meaning not loaded, and it was clearly loaded. Well, cold gun means it's not lethal. Like, yeah. I mean, well, not loaded would uh, you'd assume not loaded would be not lethal, but yeah. I, it's just it's so wild to me because like everything that could have gone wrong in this instance went wrong like it's it's Murphy's law like it literally is it gets me about this whole story is that it just it's so unnecessary it's like just unnecessary like this didn't need to happen at all it's so silly oh yeah that's so yeah Orchid War brings up another point so the armorer also on this movie is an interesting story so from what I have un- I've come to understand is the person who was the armorer on this movie, and armorers are people on movie sets who handle any kind of weaponry, whether it's guns, knives, swords, whatever. Um, (laughs) The armorer was very inexperienced, and apparently the only reason uh, she got the job was because she is related to someone who is actually an experienced armorer in Hollywood. So, nepotism. Wait, was she part of the... uh, the is she part of the union or like? Uh, yeah, the, I think um... she is a union a union member. Okay. Um, but the only reason, from what I can understand, that because this is not the first time that she screwed up on set with guns, from what I've yeah. been able to find. Like a story of her fuck ups. Uh, I don't I don't remember because I don't have them up here now. But I've read that at least once or twice before there has been issues with uh, movie sets that she's been on where she's been the armorer with guns. Yikes. 
Yikes. Of course, that's big yikes. And also, something else that was going on, apparently... That's your one fucking job. <laughs> I know, right? Um, apparently, I, uh... also, with this this particular gun that was being used, it was also being used by the crew during the downtime for, like, random target practice. Like, what the fuck? I don't know how someone allowed this person to just be there. That's so... That's incredible. Just why? What? There's just this this story is so wild and it shows like a vast disconnect between like what goes on in Hollywood and what is like right to do. I mean, I'm not very surprised. Like again, a prop gun is just a real gun. There's no way to disable the gun like, oh, make it take out the firing pin so it doesn't shoot. It's like, well, if it doesn't shoot, then how can you make blanks? Like there's no real way to make a gun look realistic other than using a real gun. So you give it to, like, you, you hire professionals to handle that shit and not just, like, fucking <coughs> mishandle this entire situation. I think after so this stupid. she won't get a job ever again. She should be fucking brought up on charges of gross negligence after this. What are you talking about? Dude, she shouldn't be close to any of you movie set. Ever. Like, ever yeah, again. Like... Do we even know who put the real bullet in there? Like, no one knows, right? Other than, well, the crew uses it to shoot for practice. Uh, apparently, like, it had to have been a non-unionized worker. I, again, do I mean? don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it had to have been one of the non-unionized workers that they brought in after everybody walked off. To, that was using the gun to shoot for target practice? I feel like that's No, that handed, like... handed Alec Baldwin the gun. Oh, yeah, there should have been checks. Like, obviously... See, that's the one thing about I own guns. I have guns. I hunt, and I have sport guns, like sport rifles and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I love guns. Uh, you know, one thing you should you're taught when you go get your hunting license is that you should treat every gun like it's loaded. There, yeah, um, there, there's. Yeah, I, I, I think true. all three of us here have used guns before. I think all of us understand that there is no such that you never think of anything any gun you pick up as unloaded. Treat no. all guns as if they're always loaded. Yep. There's so many stupid stories in the IDF of just kids doing stupid shit with guns and getting hurt. And it's like we, it, it's it's the same shit here. Like people just not like mishandling this shit, and it's mm. infuriating that it keeps happening. Yeah. And like, does. okay, like in the IDF, it's like these stupid kids that for some reason like do it, but here it's like, God, it, these it's are like professionals. These yeah, are supposed these are to be professionals. professionals. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the process is for um, checking to make sure a gun is not fucking loaded. Other than if someone hands me a gun, like, <laughs> what's that stupid movie with Ice-T? The, uh, the Most Dangerous Game. Mm. You guys know what I'm talking about? The most yeah, I've, I've seen nope. that movie before, yeah. Okay, so The Most Dangerous Game is about um, Ice-T being hunted for sport because he's a homeless man and these rich people give him an offer like, hey, sign this thing and... Um, you know, we'll give you money, and he does it because he's homeless and whatnot. And one thing he learns in that movie from another homeless guy, because he gets a gun, is that you should always check the barrel of a gun, just in case like it's obstructed or something. You know, hmm. you don't just take a gun and start shooting it. So if you are a sense. a trained professional, or at least trained a little bit, not even you don't even have to be a fucking professional. You should always check your guns. Like before I shoot a gun, you know what I'll do. I'll check my ammunition. Is it loaded right? How many rounds do I have? Like, is it primed? Like, there's other things I do before I shoot my fucking gun. Is the barrel clear? You know? Like, 
to me it's obvious to do because i again i, I work around but isn't it isn't it bizarre that, like people get who are paid to like take care of that shit didn't do that well well on that set well i would understand if it was something like um i mean do you always do your checks no like that, that's a given if i to my knowledge my guns if i were to load them and use them i would just load them and use them because to my knowledge they sh i'm the only one who's touched it right and mm -hmm. that kind of would that's where negligence would come into play like obviously this gun was someone didn't fucked up somewhere down the line and was using it for obviously they were using it for target practice or something right unless it was a malicious intent i don't know maybe it was i i, like, I find it difficult to believe there was actual malicious intent here um i just think it's a tragic accident which was very easily avoidable uh well I don't know if it was going to be avoidable just because of, like, given how fucking... Wow, that was a fucking snap right there. That was crazy. <laughs> I don't know what reflex. happened there. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was just a reflex, like, snap. Your aim, buddy, dude. <laughs> my bad, dude. He's hagging, to... bro. He's hagging. Yeah, my, my turn off my walls. But it's because of how shoots go, right? Like, obviously, there's negligence and stuff involved because... They're just trying to shoot the movie, and obviously Alec Baldwin and his camp did not give a damn about safety because they're trying to hire. Um, I'm not sure if they're, they would be considered scabs because they're non-unionized. They're just trying to finish the shoot, so they're very sloppy in their preparation. And I don't know if this could have been avoided, even if just because of given how already sloppy they were. Like if it wasn't this, it was going to be someone else dying of heat stroke or. Yeah, it could have been it, negligence. It could have been yeah, it, it could have been avoided by stopping the fucking shoot. Yeah, I, I'm just saying because of the negligence involved in not just handling of like the gun, but with overall how the shoot was proceeding, I just feel like this something was bound to happen regardless. Yeah, this sounds like a cursed movie set to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Well, it's just like in um, Poltergeist. Was it Poltergeist? Yeah, Poltergeist where they use real bodies. There's like what yeah so in the shooting of poltergeist there's a bunch of fucked up shit that happened like i think the director and stuff died or something a week after the movie released and i don't know i don't remember what it was there, there's some weird fucking things that happened at, on the poltergeist set like people dying and stuff like that but that's like uh, that's insane because i remember like stories of like really old productions like from the 50s like you had what was the i think it was ben hur when they had like these like big set pieces like they built this big boat in this like and like some of the stuff oh, yeah. died because they couldn't swim and then they had this like other like uh set piece they made for like the horse carriages some people died because of a crash of the horse carriages it's like wow shit that but that happened back in the 50s where apparently no one was like really bro let like... me blow your mind so you know who charlie chaplin is yeah Obviously. the um a famous uh silent movie star media? silent movie star yeah <laughs> so you know that scene where that barn comes down on charlie chaplin and he like lives because he it goes through the window mm. okay that, that was, was actually that was a real shit. yeah so chaplin did a bunch of uh crazy good <laughs> shoots like i've seen how they do the the thing where it looks like he's hanging off the edge of the thing that's just like forced perspective that's a painting yeah that's like a, a yeah. something like that yeah that's it's insane but that scene where um that fucking barn falls down that was real that was a real fucking thing yeah that the, the there's a i forget which movie it's in but there's one where he's sitting on the uh the wheels of a train that's also real 
Oh yeah, the train that was going like five miles like, per hour, but that was uh, he was he was on the front of the train. Keaton, he was pushing. Yeah, both, yeah. both Charlie and Buster Keaton, they would pull off these like wild shit that it's like it's insane to think of that it was real. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, we know that the movie industry is full of shit like that, where they'll do anything to get the shot right. Mm -hmm. So, in the same sense, they're going to do anything to get the shot done. So, to me, again, this this type of negligence, that's just, this is just rampant in the industry. Like, you hear stories about how people get fucked up all the time during shoots. Like, what's even freaking, um, oh my god, what's that? The girl in um, Kill Bill. Uma Thurman? Uh, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Yeah, like how um, she hurt her foot during one of the um, shoots because of the car crash scene or whatever. Yeah. Right? The driving scene. But they, uh, the director did not give a shit and said, keep filming, keep going, keep going. You know? Yeah, Quentin like Tarantino that. is known as a director who actually likes to put his actors through like practical stunts and then just have them keep going through pain. Yeah. So, again, when you have an industry that's full of fucking directors like tarantino don't get me wrong i like tarantino films i really shouldn't mm -hmm. especially given how he acts and like stuff when as a director but mm -hmm. this is just rant. this is something that is more um there's more to it like it's not just this bad this is a bad shot like this is a bad scene yeah. this is bad just in this one instance for this movie like no this is rampant in the industry this type of negligence is just rampant in the industry and it needs to change it's just wild to me, like, the negligence that happened in this, like, like the more you hear about this, and it's like, what the fuck was happening over there? It's insane. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I've got this from Expendables 2, never point a gun at anything you don't intend to shoot. Yeah, never, if you have a gun, never point at anything you don't intend to shoot. That's why if you're just carrying a gun, point it down. Yep. Um, so I've never Very held much. a gun before. Does it get heavy once the gun is loaded? Something that both movies, games, uh, everything never really like gets quite right is just how heavy most guns are. Like even unloaded, a lot of guns are a lot heavier than you think they are. Okay, so the whole um, unless you are able to tell the difference between like quite literally grams, you're not going to tell the difference between a blank yeah, and a real bullet. I don't, I don't know about that exactly. Well, no, a real lead no, bullet he, he's asking a between blank. a loaded and an unloaded gun. Like even unloaded, most guns are pretty weighty. Um, it depends. So if it has a magazine inside of it, it's going to be pretty heavy. The difference between a full stack and a no stack, yeah, you could tell the difference, but to someone who doesn't shoot guns on the regular would they be able to tell not really. probably not no hmm. like i could tell the difference between a loaded like a, a full stack and a no stack but just because i can tell the difference between a fully stacked um a fully loaded magazine versus not fully loaded what if there's two or three bullets in there you can't tell the difference hmm. i would not be able to tell if there was one bullet in there which is why again i would know your weapon right know know your tools yeah that's something that on like a bunch of my guns you can actually just check the barrel like there's a little peak window to know if the, the gun is loaded like mm. is it primed it's easy to do but this is obviously i don't think alec baldwin as a person was very familiar with guns and you know why would he be he's a movie actor like every he it's not his job to make sure the gun was loaded as mm -hmm. much as i want to be like he should have checked it's not his job no yeah it, it, you've got prop masters you've got pas you've got other people whose job is to make sure everything runs smoothly. Alec Baldwin's job is to fucking act. Unfortunately. Yeah. There was a um <clears throat> there was an old tweet of Alec Baldwin's that someone dug up that was very unfortunate. Um 
I think he was talking in this tweet about someone who had been charged with murder who got off because they um, made the defense that they had accident the gun had accidentally gone off in their hand, and he made a tweet said, "How do you accident? How does anyone accidentally shoot and kill somebody?" I guess now you know, Alec. <laughs> oh no, that's so bad. It's unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, this story is wild. And like I said, it's still evolving. So a bunch of new things come out. I know a lot of people are saying Alec Baldwin should be charged. And yeah, I, I guess if you're saying that maybe he, since he was a producer and he could have spoken up for the crew, maybe. But I don't think he's ever going to be charged. I think if anyone should be charged, it's probably the armor on this movie. Again, um, it depends on how far. Like, Obviously, the person who should be charged would be the person who loaded this. Yeah, who, who loaded the gun? Like, they're the one at most negligent here. Like, you can't just fucking... Even if you go use this gun for shooting practice or something, right? Mm. You can't just fucking go, oh, well, all right, well, that's done. I'm going to just put this gun back and not unload it. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. But I don't know. We're talking about the negligence, and... I don't... I honestly don't know where I would start. Other than... Yes, I would say whoever loaded it, they're probably the most at fault. Uh, they should have unloaded it. They mm. definitely need to be off the fucking movie set with live guns and stuff. Forever. Like Forever. Like, get out of yeah. here. The armor, I don't know. She's inexperienced. She, she's had problems before. Like, yes. At the very least, she should lose her license to be an armorer. I don't I don't know how that entire thing works, but, like, it, it's not a good look for sure. Yeah. No. Let's see. There was a, this canceled movie that the actors that had been asked to be in the movie died a short time after. John Candy and Chris Farley were asked. The movie was finally canceled after her. I never heard about that. But that sounds wild to what me. What movie was that? I have no idea. <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's wrap this up with the last couple of things you want to talk about, Natai. No, we can save it for last time. We're pretty close to wrapping up. And I do want to bitch about Nintendo, but I think that's a good. <laughs> we can do that next time, I think, because there's a lot to bitch about. Okay, well, if you want to save it for uh, next month's WTF, we can certainly do that. But yeah, the, the, the to wrap this up, like the whole Alec Baldwin story is wild, and yeah, it does kind of harken back to the whole Brandon Lee thing, doesn't it, John? Very much. Although I I think with that, that was just more of a tragic accident, and this just seems like a lot of negligence on multiple people's parts. But I mean. There's truly no no accident. Like something happened because someone fucked up somewhere. Yeah, for sure, for sure. In my opinion, but it's an unfortunate event. Is what it is. It is, it is. Um, okay, well, I guess we'll go ahead and and stop this here. Then we'll cut it off there. Uh, thank you all for coming out to uh, listen to us rant and rave on a Halloween. Um, happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, by the time this goes out, Halloween will be over. I do want to say one last thing. Um, Fuck you, John. <laughs> ran away like a bitch. Nice. Um, I'm in the middle of watching the World Series. As you guys know, I fucking love baseball. Tonight is game um, six. Fucking go. Today, tonight is game six of the World Series. Uh, the Braves are one fucking win away from having a world series title i am so fucking hype i are want to brave tonight alex huh are you feeling brave tonight i am feeling brave tonight 
I hey, I'd love to see the Braves win the World Series on Halloween night. Are you kidding me? Um, so I'm pulling for the Braves heavily. Obviously, by tomorrow when this comes out on on YouTube, maybe we'll know if they're World Series champions or not. Um. Anyway, I'm going to cut it off there. As I said, thanks, y'all, for dropping in to uh, listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, Discord, all that good stuff. Check out our merch store. We also have affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really, really, really help us out. Uh, Thank you all for your questions, everyone that sent in questions. If you want to send in questions to us, do join our Discord server. We have a channel dedicated just to uh, asking us questions every month on our WTFs. Um, and with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Bye. Wow, what a great kill to end this with.